What's up, guys? It's your boy German, aka Laleman. It's your boy Will, the one and only Rain Man Grundy. And welcome to the All in One Pod, where we talk about everything and anything all in one. Well, <laughs> why did I fucking tell you about the boys, bro? Okay, bro. You know, no, it was uh, it was uh, it was better than I expected. You know, minus the that one part, the dick exploding part, the whole lower torso exploding part. <laughs> Dude, that that scene kind of for some reason reminded me of Dead Space. Like you know, have you ever played Dead Space? Yeah, I know about Dead Space. Like you know, whenever you kill the uh, necromorphs, mm-hmm. and then like when they hit the floor, that that, that <laughs> yeah. sound, like it just it reminded me of it. And then you know, in Dead Space, you can after they're just like half a body, <laughs> you can run up to them and stomp them out and shit. Yeah. So that scene, whenever he just splits in half like that, I'm like, oh my god. Necromorph, necromorph vibes. <laughs> Kimiko, help! He's trying to get in my ass. <laughs> get in my ass. I fucking love Frenchie, dude. Yeah, that dude. He's he's <clears throat> probably one of my my second most favorite character. So my question to you is, uh, so you're you just started season three? Is uh, have you found out more of Frenchie's backstory yet or no? Um, other than like he used to be a a criminal and then he got put yeah. in that asylum and. Uh-huh. That's kind of about it though, really. So you haven't figured out they haven't the backstory with him and that other goth girl hasn't been told yet? No. Okay, okay. I guess I'm I'm that's season three, but Frenchie ends up becoming one of my favorites, bro. Yeah, like, I no, I already like him a lot. Like like he's he's funny, he's witty, he's smart as fuck, and he builds uh he makes fucking drugs. <laughs> he <laughs> makes drugs to fucking knock out people. Yeah. And shit. It's just funny. But uh, yeah, I like how they caught that little dude in that fucking bag of coke, and shake dude. it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude was like really strong. Yeah, for... I mean, I, I'm assuming he's like keeping the um. I'm assuming he's keeping the uh regular strength of a grown man, but in the body of a tiny person. Yeah, yeah, they're probably stronger than a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I mean, all those fuckers are like. Superhuman. Yeah, they're they're at least like stronger than the average man, anyways. So the majority. I mean, because we saw Starlight fucking deadlifting a fucking car and shit. Starlight. Yeah, you remember uh, season oh, one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. And she, I mean, she's punching holes in brick walls brick like walls it's nothing. Yeah. Damn, bro. Now that you think about it, you know what else rips through rip brick? Goddamn, what else rips through brick walls the way Starlight did? What? AK forty sevens. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, do you think a punch of them is as lethal as a bullet? Like getting punched by Starlight? Well, getting punched by any of the soups. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. It's crazy how they literally made up their own racism towards like superheroes or like fucking soups. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's funny as shit to me. Like they literally created a race and now they're racist towards it. <laughs> That's funny though. How um, you know, earlier. Um, we were just watching Homelander was saying, like, we don't need a fucking master race. He goes, like, I'm the master race. Yeah. But I find it ironic, though, that he's saying that when he's, like, blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Blue-eyed, though. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? She was fucking, she's like, we waited 100 years a year for you. Like, okay. She, he's like, no, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's it's so funny. He like He's like, I'm fucked up, but I'm not Hitler fucked up. <laughs> Dude, you know, like that one part, too. I mean, it is just, this is me, like, when, um... He's in the penthouse or whatever, and this is before she tells him about who she really was. A fucking Nazi. Or what? Yeah, and then, like, uh, she goes, like, look, Homelander, look, I can explain this. Like, there's all just misunderstanding. He goes, 
flap, flap, flap goes that little mouth of yours. <laughs> dude, I'm gonna be honest. Like as psycho as Homelander is, I actually like him though. Yeah, dude, he he's 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 a likable villain. Yeah, like, yeah, vi- so, villain. That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. He's so fucking nuts. You're kind of just like, damn. Like you're interested in what he's gonna do. Because whenever he fucking kills, um, what's her fucking name? Uh, the blonde haired bitch, the representative of Ot. His first bitch. Anyway, we're going to call her breast milk because that's what he oh, liked. Oh, uh, Madeline. Okay. Madeline. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. Butcher has her hostage and he's like, you think this right here is going to zap fucking blows her fucking head off. And I'm just like, oh, my God. No, he didn't blow her head off, dude. Like he fucking melted her eyes in. Oh, yeah. I, look, it's been maybe about a year since I watched the whole series. Yeah, bro. There were just like these two big scorched cavities that used to be where her eyes were. And Butcher just smiles and goes, boy." He's like, God damn, this motherfucker crazy for real. Yeah. He's like, fuck. Hey, the fact that Butcher goes hand to hand with them, though. Yeah, bro. That dude's got some fucking nuts. Ever since um, when they went against Translucent, I was like, God damn, my boy. <clears throat> but he even has to give props to um, Huey because he's all like, I would have never thought about shocking this motherfucker. Oh, because he, he stuck it in his ass. He right? stuck it in his ass and you just watch it fucking, <laughs> he's fucking just fucking twerking and twitching all that electricity shooting through his body and shit. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I, you know how he's uh, translucent was notorious for sneaking in the girl's bathroom and stuff. Yeah, and just watching. They're they're wondering where he is after a couple of days, and I think it was <laughs> Queen Maeve was just saying like, "Yeah, oh, don't worry about him. He's probably just invisible in some fucking gynecologist's office yeah. somewhere." Yeah, you know what that is, right? I was like, "Yeah, yes." Well, I know what a fucking gyno is, dude. God okay. damn. Okay, I'm just saying, bro. I know you're yeah. Mexican that barely speaks English. Oh wow, we're we're doing the race card. Yep. Wow. You well, you're fucking probably related to the deep. If we're fucking talking race and Asians and shit, I'm related to the yeah, deep. Yeah, because he's fucking Mr. Fish, man. <laughs> uh, Dude, all his fake relationships are so funny to me. Like, do you know that character? He in real life, he made a a Twitter account and he would tweet like deep quotes, like quote unquote deep quotes. Jesus Christ! Like the dude played that character to a T, but. It got to the point where people either made fun of him or disliked him so much that he had to. Um, and I don't think he's coming back for season four. He honestly, he's he's just kind of ridiculous. He's just a ridiculous Aquaman. I I think um for one, it's trying to do one of two things: show you how stupid the Aquaman or uh Barnacle Boy. (laughs) (laughs) How stupid Trident. Yeah, how stupid that power really is. You know, for one, and how useless it is on land. And then two, how desperate a hero can be to be included back into the in crowd. Well, they kind of all are, Tunix, and even A-Train. Well, A-Train, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, bro, what really gets me is for the deep is those fucking gills. Oh, my God. Those fucking gills, bro. I I was just, I can't. What what Homelander tell him? Oh, he was like. Cover that shit up. It's gross. And he's like, cover that. And then the face he made. This shit was funny. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Like, I mean, so I'm not going to say. I don't think in real life, like, the deep would be totally useless, you know, just for anything. Yeah. He'd be good for anything that's just maritime related. Sure. In general, you know, and uh-huh. I, I, I mean, like, I can see some usefulness in his powers and stuff. But like just call a whale like, over or something. Huh? Like call a whale over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I mean, in in the context it's being used, like so far, I I just can't fucking see it. I mean, in the boys at least. I really don't like it all that much. And the, I've never really liked the whole, except for Poseidon. But other than that, I've never really liked the whole oh king of the ocean, warrior of the sea kind of superpower. Yeah, no, I I I get it, you know, and it it, it it's uh, the deep just seems really fucking dude seems way immature to be a hero. <laughs> Like this that, anyways. Funny man, you know. So, like, and I don't know what he was thinking when he, um, there's that one part. I think he's trying to stop Butcher and them. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna put a giant whale in front of him. That'll stop him. And Butcher's yeah. like, fuck around, find out, bro. When I, man, I felt really bad for that whale. Wait, wasn't there, there was that part too where he was trying to save the dolphins? <laughs> And the <laughs> dolphin kept trying to fuck him. <laughs> and then he gets pulled over and gets arrested for trying to save the dolphin. Yeah, and, and the dolphin ends it. up dying. Yeah. <clears throat> that shit was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and and then he was like, you remember when he's at the store and he's talking to that fucking lobster? And he's trying to save that lobster? Yeah, he's like, I want that one. And they're like, all right. And they fucking throw it in the hot water. <laughs> no, the dude, I think that dude fucking just... You know that knife thing they killed a lobster with? Uh-huh. Yeah, he just fucking, like, deleted that lobster. And he's like, no, 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 no! He's like, oh, wait a second! Oh, man. Yeah, then- and then he gets, he goes, um, he gets drunk or something, bro, and then he just starts, like, going off on kids at that water park. <laughs> yeah. And gets fucking arrested. Yeah. There, too. Like, man, now, the deep, deep. The deep is, like, he's been, like, a meme throughout the whole series. Yeah, he's, he's ridiculous, bro. I, mean, I, ca- I cannot believe I, like I said, though, like I told you before, I really like how the boys are portraying the super, superhero society. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's pretty accurate what to what it could be to nowadays. Like, as far as, like, social media, mm-hmm. uh, public outlook, um, pleasing, uh, big corporation, you know, shit like that. <clears throat> I could see it fucking being uh, what it is in that show. Yeah, I mean, more than anything, Ben, it's just a business is what it is. And even um, the guy that runs it now, um, <clears throat> I forgot what his name is. The the black dude. Yeah, the yeah. Older guy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And he, he's been in, I've seen him in a lot of shit, too, other, like other uh, media. but mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, too. I um, can't think of anything, but I mean, I have. Yeah, but that guy was saying, like, when he's talking to Homelander that one time, he was like, since when have we ever been superheroes or since have since when have we ever created superheroes you know he says yeah lots of pharmaceutical business yeah (laughs) you know as far as the compound v and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like i think he really hit it dead on yeah yeah he hit it kind of dead on he's like we're not ethical he's like we never claimed to be ethical yeah 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 but even um like the origins of compound v and just how why how the company was founded was by Nazi Germany. Yeah, well, by a Nazi. Um, yeah, but it was interesting though, and I mean, it, it's 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 believable though too. Yeah, that's the cool. Like the ties into our real world society is what's fucking badass. Yeah, because like a lot of those, uh, you know, those Nazi scientists and doctors and shits, like they got passes if they if they had something to contribute. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, half of them made up Nazi or Nazi NASA. Yeah. NASA. NASA. Jesus. Yeah. That was my fucking my my Russian German accent coming out. Yeah, yeah NASA. So I definitely see the motherfuckers getting some passes <clears throat> like that and shit. So, 
Damn, bro. But I mean, yeah, bro. I'm fucking. To- I told you the boys was good. Like, a lot of the social dilemmas and um are really believable. Like, the the whole Huey backstory, how like his girl got killed. Yep. By a soup, and then it got covered up by the corporation that's over that. That's so fucking believable. It's like, why wouldn't they cover up the story that's mm-hmm. gonna shed a negative light on fucking um a train? You know. What um. What did you think as far as the whole thing with um, Butcher and his wife when Homelander takes a kid away and she comes back to him for help and then just everything else leading up to her death and all that? Uh, <clears throat> okay, so I'm trying to remember because I don't, I can't perfectly, I don't remember the, the exact situation. So, so, so he fu- go ahead. I was just gonna summarize real quick. Um, yeah. so you know Homelander doesn't really like the way she's raising his son. Yeah. What's so his he, name? Um, Ryan. Yeah. So him and him and Stormfront t- Stormfront take him away. Oh yeah. And then this is my mind. Uh, mind you, this is after she's already told Butcher to like go away. Basically, I forgot exactly what she said to him. Yeah. Um, but after they do that, she she somehow escapes. <coughs> and mind you, she somehow escapes, and she finds out where Butcher is staying uh-huh. somehow. I don't know how the fuck she knew. Um, you know, when they were staying beneath that pawn shop at the time or whatever. And and she comes just begging this dude for help to like to rescue to rescue Ryan. a kid that's not his. Yep. After she said that to him. <clears throat> and Butcher basically agrees without a second thought. Well, I really think you've never been in love. <clears throat> I genuinely think that. Because well, the fact that either you you <clears throat> you've never experienced love or you're autistic, one of one or the two. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the autistic. I, part. I say that because that's a very believable scenario for someone who loves their woman, you know. But I mean, and especially if his woman was put through trials and tribulations out of her free will, you know what I mean. And the consequences of that was a child that she ended up raising as her own, and now has love for him, like you know. I'm not well I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Though with the fact that she loves her son, but I'm just saying the fact that she's still she's still putting that on Butcher to like fucking put his life at stake. I mean, but he's, for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess, but it's like where where what else would she do? But what what is what has he got to gain out of that though for himself though other than the fact that like okay, he might get Ryan back that the fact that he might Get her back, but more than likely not get her back at all. Dude, he loves her. Sometimes when you love somebody, you put the toilet seat down for them after you take a piss. Sometimes when you love someone, you wash the dishes for them while they're asleep. so They have more time to rest because you love them. You don't do it because you're going to gain anything out of it. You just do something because you know it's going to make that That's person. That's putting that out of context. You're talking about, we're talking here about rescuing a super-powered <laughs> child. Yes. That's I'm, not even theirs, and you're talking about just doing the fucking dishes. <laughs> but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is he's doing something to make his woman happy. I mean, like, look. But what is the point, though, if he, like, everything he's done up till now, he has done for her sake, you know? Yeah. And then now, it's just she basically after, after she made that decision, like, He's back to square one. Like, what is he even really fighting for anymore at this point? I mean, the fact that she came and wants his help. But, I mean, why did Just she... Just because Okay, the why did she turn him kidnapped. away? Why did she turn him away? 
Because the kid, because she knew he was, well, speculating that even if she had gone with him and taken Ryan, that he would have tried to get rid of Ryan. Okay, that is also speculating, but when you know someone, who's to, like, who's to say it's not a possibility? Like, I'm not saying it's not a possibility. Okay, yeah. So don't you think, like, out of, like, butchers, out of, like, maybe his conscious, like, maybe guilt or whatever, knowing that that's his initial plan? Is a way to show her, hey, I would, I would save this child for you. So now, once I save him, you would be more willing to come with me because you're saying I'm willing to go risk my life to get him back. You see what I mean? So in a way, he gets his end goal. She sees that he's willing to sacrifice herself for for Ryan. Ergo, she's like, hey, he cares about me so much that he's willing to care about this child that isn't his. I can go with him and still trust him with this child. And we've seen that happen because now she fucking died and her final wish was protect Ryan, take care of Ryan. He's maybe not doing it up like himself, but he's making sure that the kid's okay. I mean, maybe so, but I think Butcher deep down was probably smart enough to know that there was, there was no scenario in which he would have been able to get her back, keep him back, or just get her without him. Like, it just would not, the way it was set up, it just would not have fucking worked out any other way. But he he was willing to try. He was willing to try, Will. That's what matters. That's what matters. If you say so, Everything that gets done in our our society in in a moment of struggle is because we kept trying, not because we gave up. It's because we kept fucking trying. Even in, in our current history, everything that we did... When even we were on a losing and like in a losing fight, we tried and succeeded because by trying other fucking scenarios opened up that played into our hands. Yeah. And him by trying ended up, she fucking ended up dying. Yeah. What? And they need a season three. Well, they can't just fucking let her live and happily ever after. Jesus Christ. Who's to say that they don't have to. (laughs) What are you, a fucking screenplay producer now? No, I mean, but I can see the logic in it. I mean, no, she didn't survive, but it's also Butcher, like, Butcher has to go through all these things to develop as a person, too. Like, you see him now in season three, he's stuck in that mental of, like, punish, punish, punish. And I think the, his, his character arc will be completed once he's, like, done chasing that revenge and see see she died because he let her go with them too because you remember at first he was he said he was it was too dangerous like we're not gonna let you go and she was like i'm going yeah i remember that but i'm just yeah see that's ridiculous to me like yeah it's like who why out of all of a sudden like so for me it's like okay if you're gonna forsake me like Uh the way she did the butcher yeah and then come back all of the sudden Asking him to put his life at stake. And listen, mind you, it's not just him putting his life at stake for a kid that's not even his. Yeah, Everyone else, too. Fucking Kimiko. Yeah. I mean, she got her fucking neck broken on that. Mind she you, survived, she's, super, though. she's super powered, but what she if she survived. wasn't? If she wasn't, she would have been fucking dead. Been fucking Kimiko, dead. Frenchie, uh, Mama's Milk, Huey, Starlight. I mean, and even now you see the consequences of that because Mama's Milk's like, we're doing all this for you. You know, 
but still though, it's not just his life that's put it, being put at risk. That's, there that's what I'm saying. That. Like Mama's milk did. It's everyone else's mama milk. Even that dude, like he uh, has a fucking daughter and a wife. Yep. And all yeah. that, and it's it's. I mean, I mean, regardless if he loves her or not, like that, bro. I I, I understand that, but that doesn't make that right though. For him I mean, to put his get, life. Did, did he force them to follow them, him though? No, but I mean, he's still. Regardless if he forced them or not, like they're still putting their lives at risk for that though, and they're not. Of course, they're going to fucking go too because they follow Billy. Billy Butcher, bro. I don't know. I mean, I just see it. I see it playing out. I mean, like maybe- that's not that's not that's not right, bro. Regardless of his intentions or not, and just and I mean, it somewhat it somewhat worked out. Yeah. I guess towards the end, but I don't know. I just didn't. I mean, like- but like, look, her character arc was complete in the sense that she saw that Butcher was willing to take care of the her son, regardless of whose he was. So she could die, and there's no more questions or things left with that character. You know what I mean? Even though she did die, and it was stupid, or not not stupid, because I mean it it was bound to happen because he doesn't know how to control yeah, his powers. Yeah, and, and, and just- I mean the way. The way she died, like that, that was totally believable. That made yeah. sense. Yeah. With the kid and stuff. And like, I don't even blame, I don't really even blame the kid. No, I don't. I don't blame the kid for that. And it, it just sucks, you know, the. Slice fucking Stormfront in half, dude. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he did Damn. fuck that bitch up. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I don't hate the kid necessarily either, you know? And yeah. it, it's like, I do think, um, I, I, I think it's a little bit, um, endearing of the of how butcher treats him after the fact still yeah you know because i mean it just sucks that he was kind of born into that situation like that i mean but then again you're in season three you're gonna find out more and more about um butcher so maybe that'll satisfy your answer to what you're looking for i mean maybe but like i said though it's my issue my main issue to begin with on that is like i said it it's fucking Okay, she forsakes Butcher. Then when shit goes down, who does she come running back to again for that Butcher? Now he's putting his life, everyone else's life at stake, life at stake for that. And then she's still going to be there making demands of him, saying, like, no, I'm going. I mean, Dude. but from the start, they were already forsaken in the sense that they were killing soups without a goal. Butcher didn't even know that Becca was alive. He thought she was dead the whole time. What do the you mean f- they were forsaken in the beginning? They were forsaken from the start to fucking die one way or another because they're killing famous soups. Butcher, Frenchie, Huey, Mama's Milk, Kimiko. They were killing soups for no reason. Why'd they kill Translucent? For the fact that he was a piece of shit and an asshole and tried to kill Huey and Butcher. He's dead. They didn't do it to get to Becca because Butcher already thought Becca was dead. So Butcher was already forsaken from the beginning. So what's the difference between him forsaking himself and then her coming back like, hey, please help me. You, you see what I'm saying? Like he, from the, from the get go, Butcher was already down a spiral towards where he was going to die a horrible death because all he wanted to do was fuck up soups, fuck up Homelander in specific. Homelander specifically. Yeah, because he blamed him for killing Becca. But then he finds out Becca's alive, which gives Butcher a purpose to actually want to live again. Right? Right. So then what's the difference between Butcher forsaking himself because, you know, he wants to kill the dude who quote unquote killed his wife and then his was once thought of dead wife comes back and asks him to forsake himself or not forsake himself to, you know, 
risk himself for her son. So I'm try I'm trying to fucking comprehend this somehow. Okay. Season one. Butcher just wants to fuck up soups. That's all he wants to do. Well, he wants, but everything he's been doing is to get him to specifically to Homelander, though. Homelander, yes. All right? This is true. But the possibilities of him killing Homelander are very, very low, right? Because he's just a regular dude. So you're saying what's the difference in the beginning if he forsakes himself and if he forsakes himself later on to rescue the kid? Yeah, because in the beginning he was essentially on a suicide mission trying to kill Homelander. On the bias of revenge, right? Mm-hmm. So then he finds out Becca's alive, and now he's on. He's trying to save Ryan for the sake of Becca, because he found out Becca was alive again. I find it more admirable that he's risking his life to save Ryan for his girl than him. To, uh, you know, um, even if he dies in huh? the process of saving the kid. I mean, compared to him just dying in the in a. But what's the point of dying just to save? Just to save the kid for her, though, if he's not even good. Because wasn't in the beginning, he wasn't even doing anything for the kid. It was all for Becca. Yeah, but he anyway. thought Becca was already dead. So he wasn't really doing anything for Becca. He was doing it for himself. But he was doing it out of her memory. Yeah, but at one point and she would have wanted him. And he didn't know for sure if she was she was missing. They didn't really confirm whether she was dead or not. Okay, buddy. Like, he could still just been looking to her or looking for her. I mean, and... I mean, he was still getting fucking answer, uh, finding answers along the way. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just... Because I, I forgot how he found... Um, How did he fucking find out where she was again? Homelander took him. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's After right. After the Homelander building blew up, he fell and drops her on her fucking front door. Yeah, okay, I remember and that. And she made a deal with him that if uh, she let Butcher live, uh, he would she would allow him to see um, Ryan. I didn't miss. I missed that part. Yeah, that I was, was wondering that, why he didn't kill Butcher. Though. That was the deal. So I mean, even from the start, she was taking care of Butcher. I mean, yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'll give her that then. You know, that's what I'm saying though. It's like she the whole time, in a way, she was protecting Butcher, like that from that specific scenario specifically. And then later on, I mean, she comes back and asks him, "Hey, like, you know, listen, listen here." This is what I'll, I'm. I'm ended on this note, right? Is I think. I think, anyways, like okay, when, when <coughs> that fucking part where Butcher comes back and then she changes her mind on yeah. that, you know, um, and he has to end up leaving and all that stuff. Like it. Yeah, I think it probably just. I think old boy should have just let that go. I think he should have just let that go because even, I mean, even if fucking, um, like, Homelander quote-unquote took her son away, yeah. you know, like, it's... do you think, do you think he took her son away on the pretense of like, oh, he's never giving him back again? Um, Because who's to say, who's to say that, like, it, it was never really confirmed that it's like Homelander was like, oh, I'm going to take permanent custody of this kid or whatever, you know, when it, it was just more of him. Uh, he just wanted to kind of show the kid that there's a bigger world out there. Yeah. You know, then other than just like that kind of one very farm secluded area that they're living at now. 
you know? And, like, yeah. I don't think... So, I will say, like, some of... This is a little bit redeeming of Homelander yeah. in some ways is that, okay, I I think the dude really does love his son. No, yeah, I see you that. Uh, and I think and it's he, wants, sim- he wants to be a good father. He wants to be in the kid's life. You know, he wants the kid to grow up and have a better life than what he did. Like, he yeah. knows that. And, and, and I said think it's it. because he didn't have a dad that he wants that. And exactly. And he has said that in the show for that, you know. So, like, and I I don't think that, I mean... I mean, despite this, the circumstances leading kids to the kid's birth is fucked up, you know? But You mean rape? Yeah. Sexual assault, Will? Say it. Say its name. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but anyways, it, it, it's like, it, it's, and that's a very, that's a very unique situation. Yeah, it is. To begin with, you know, and I, I mean, obviously we're talking in a, a fiction setting here too, but um, other than that, just the fact that, you know, he he's he still wants to be in the kid's life. He wants to show the kid that, okay, you know, you're, no matter how normal you want to be, you're not normal though. You know, you yeah, have power. Like you're special. Yeah, like you need to accept it. You need to learn how to use it. You've got someone here that can teach you how to use it and... Just the fact that, okay, there's someone showing you that there's a way bigger world out there that you're going to also have to accept. So, um, do you see the duality between Homelander and, um, Ryan and, uh, Mark and his dad in, uh, Invincible? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. You see, like, Homelander's being smart about it and he's actually grooming him from a young age. Yeah, Uh, and... And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that. No, I mean he's because, just being a father figure to his child. Because that's the fact of, like I was saying though, it's I think. I mean, I, I get it for plot sakes, like shit has to progress, or and, and who who knows what to say, what would happen really? But that whole situation with him taking Ryan away for X like, amount of time, like it was, it was only for like a day. Yeah, and yeah, but he tells her he's like, I'll bring him back. That's uh, what I'm saying. I think the situation would have rectified itself on its own but instead but instead she comes running to butcher like that and then they go on this fucking like i said almost one way on this fucking one way trip to go rescue the kid mm, i see what you're saying now you see the ridiculousness in I that i see now? what you're saying now yeah okay okay yeah i can see that i can see what you're saying like <clears throat> see man i think i i, I here's why i think you and i kind of differ yeah. in a lot of ways is i think I think sometimes on that stuff, you just kind of look at it all emotionally, you know, I, and do, yeah. I look at it, this is not to like be an insult or anything, but no, like, I just, fine. I kind of look at things a little bit more pragmatically though. Yeah. Cause I'm telling you, you're autistic. What's that have to do with anything? Because you're removing your emotions from a situation that, uh, if you were maybe in that situation, you wouldn't process it the same way. Well, I'm, that, that, that's, that's fair. We would all like to think that that's how we would all think, but if you're going to be honest, your emotions are going to drive your decision in that moment. Uh, well, I agree, man. But I mean, that's the, the thing is, though, is like emotions is something that you have to master. So. Let me let me ask you this. Say somebody calls you tomorrow and it's your dad and he's like, they kidnapped James and your mom. If someone kidnapped James and my mom. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm. What if they're like, we, we want a ransom of. Uh, uh, fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand right? dollars. And you're like, oh well, I can't get that. What's the point of sending it? Fuck it. 
Yep. That's what you're doing? Yep. My mom and dad, or mom and James are dead. All right, fuck it. Yep. Couldn't do anything about it. I don't have $50,000, bro. Yeah, but see, that, and that's what you're thinking. Like, yeah, but in my head, I'd be like, I'd communicate with all my family. Tell them what's the situation. Get a loan or something. Figure it out to where I can maybe get that money. Or another way, fucking pay someone to go fucking rescue them. Something. Well, you know, I mean, it I would, would make more sense to pay someone to rescue them, in my opinion, because yeah, who's I, to say you'll get them back even if you give them the 50K? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how things are in Thailand, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm not just like, oh, I don't have $50,000, hang up the phone, bye. No. Look, so bro, this isn't fucking Mexico where people get kidnapped, like, on the daily. Yeah, okay? I mean, but, you know, they don't ask for a lot. They only ask for a couple thousand over there. <laughs> you know? I Dude, I remember. Dude, <laughs> dude this is bad. Dude, I remember what? um at OLS on Sunday Mass, like, um, you know how, like, after Mass, like, they would basically conclude it with a little, <laughs> like, weekly news report? Yeah, like, thing, uh, basically. And they would be shit. like, oh, so-and-so's family or whoever's been kidnapped in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, they're asking for a ransom of $2,000, $3,000 or whatever. If you whatever. would like to help and donate money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I I just fucking remembered that now. That, though. that really happens, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it always becomes a co- a communal effort, though. Like that's where you see communities come together, and um, either come up with a solution or y'all either you either y'all prosper together, get the money together, and get the person back, or y'all give the money and all y'all end up getting fucked together because the person's already dead. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying though, and it's it's just especially it's been proven that if you do everything. If you let emotions drive and override every in, every decision that you do in life, like it's just going to lead you to fucking failure. That's true. And doom. That like, is true. I'm not saying don't have emotions, but you have to like fucking. You just have to take. You just have to st- take a step back and process things, and so try to think at- logically and not let that not let that overwhelming fi- overwhelming feeling consume your thought process. Okay, so if we're at the club, right? And this dude just walks up and slaps the fuck out of you. You're emotionally gonna get mad, Will. So you're not gonna. Well, react? no shit, sure. That's fucking assault at that point. Oh, but oh, but, but your emotions will control. You have the your, right to defend yourself. Control though. your because if you pull out your pistol and shoot him right there, who the fuck said I was gonna shoot the guy? I, I know, but I'm just saying, if you get so mad, you and you have your pistol on you, why not? It's assault, right? Yeah. So you should just pull out your but gun that, and shoot him. That's okay. That's how you. That's how you fuck up though. Is on a, if that if your first thought if if someone just slaps you or hits you like that. That's in what the I'm club, saying though. If, if your get, first thought is to pull out your fucking pistol and then shoot the dude, then you're a fucking idiot. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, and they're fucking stupid for doing that. See, we all say that till it happens to us. I remember when I shot that one. <laughs> no, but I mean, you gotta be honest with yourself. So like, there are certain situations where you, you the uh, the. Amount of emotions you feel are overwhelm are overwhelming, you know, and you just can't do anything about it. But people, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like you. I mean, my emotion like I don't get upset as easily. But when it, something because it's weird, Jennifer will be like, sad things happen in your life and you don't cry, but you watch this show about pirates and you're crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dude. I mean, it's it's the way that they're portraying that emotion or that feeling. Yeah. Like I can relate to it in that way and I can't express it myself, but watching this show or this whatever express it in a way where that I feel is like, it's really cool. Like, you know, yeah. cause I don't, I'm not very, I wasn't for a long time. I wasn't very good at expressing my emotions and I would express my feelings through my music, like the music I listen to or whatever. 
or an anime that I'm watching. You know what I mean? And in that by that I mean like when I wanted to feel good, yeah. I would watch certain shows. When I wanted to be sad, I would watch certain shows. Um, like sh- sh- fucking um, Code Geass. When I wanted to be bummed out for days, yeah, I would watch that show. You're lying, April. I would watch that show yeah. to be fucking bummed out. When I wanted to be like in a good mood, happy go lucky, I'd watch like One Piece and uh, like all or like South Park. Like I, you know, if I want to laugh, you know, you, you ever see that meme where people are like, when I'm depressed, I have this problem that I just listen to depressed music to make myself more depressed. Yeah, you know, I'm and that's, that's what I do sometimes. <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. It's like I used to express my emotions through media or um music music just yeah. different form formats so, of art you know what i mean because i didn't know physically you know how to put it in a word yeah and some of that shit makes me feel like some type of way because like i could never express myself that way i mean i've gotten better at it now and more fluent with it but it's like back in the day i was like i'd be like god damn so here's what something so something else i'm going to get at though is like you were mentioning earlier like in those hypothetical situations right like yeah you're like, oh, like, you don't know what you're going to do until uh-huh. it happens or whatever, right? Yeah. So the thing is, is you're you're right about that. But the thing is, is, like, as far as for me, right, like, like I have a good idea of what I would actually do Yeah. in, in those situations like that. I'm not saying that I would react or, like, respond to it, like, in the most efficient way, mm-hmm. you know? But just – and what I mean – what I mean by that is like, okay, you know, I was in the military seven years. Like, sure, I well, okay. <laughs> like, and by that I mean, is like by now I have a pretty good way of managing stress like yeah. that, or just operating in stressful situations like that. Because, like, and I consider that to be stress because yeah. it's just another form of stress. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. when it when it comes down to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing is, bro, is like when you're when you're really stressed out or whatever and you're in a situation like that, even like the most fucking basic, like most basic motor functions and skills just kind of like go out the fucking window. It's not that they go out the window, they just get complicated because... No, they do go out the fucking window. Oh, well, all right, well... They do. Like it's... Have you... You've never seen... You ever see those videos of when... Um, I think it was like it's some kind of challenge basically on if Michael Myers was chasing you oh, who yeah. could unlock the door. Yeah. The fastest. And then like, okay, they're simulating that and then yeah. a lot of these people are fucking up and then they're dying. Yeah. Or whatever, just because they can't unlock a door. I mean, yeah. think about it, bro. How fucking simple is it unlocking a door? Okay, but who's like, to say if Michael Myers is fucking chasing me and he's just walking fast, I wouldn't sprint to the other side of my apartment stairs, run up those and then but who's who's to say okay that's another option but i mean in yeah. this case we're talking about just trying to do something as simple as unlocking a door which i mean i'm not i'm not bashing the people that have failed to do that which and their failure Fucking to like do meat. something as simple as that during that and situation i get that that's something that's totally believable like yeah. i mean just another fact is like okay let's just say let's just say you're doing a timed event yeah on anything right you're doing a timed event. You've already done a lot of fucking physical physical activity even before that. People are fucking yelling and screaming at you, and then all of a sudden, you have to fully assemble an AR-15. Yeah. You know? Like, that's not easy. 
Why would I want to do that? It's just part of the fucking challenge, bro. It's just... Like, I mean, I get it. There's, like, you know, the parameters set within it are a little different, but... Yeah. The point is, though, is, like, assembling or field assembling an AR-15 by itself isn't necessarily a difficult thing to do. Dude, what... Um, I'm the kind of person, when I walk into a room, I check all the exits. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's smart, but it's, like, it's like another thing, bro, is it's fucking... You get to a point for me, right, or whatever, here, like, if I hear anything, any kind of fucking loud noise, yeah, or whatever, bro, like, I'm up, I'm ready. Oh, I'm, yeah? I'm looking towards the direction of, like, you know, where the fuck is this coming from? Like, am I about to have to do something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think... I don't think in life in general or even like here in Memphis, you can really afford to be to be that aloof to things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially like, you know, I'm down at fucking FedEx all the time. Like I'm having to look both ways, bro. Like fucking driving. Fucking. I keep my head on. Even when I'm walking, bro, like I got to keep my head on a fucking swivel in case some asshole in a tug or a forklift is coming by and not paying attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just. Dude, I mean, <coughs> if I'm going to be honest, like, I just, I think it's this paranoia my dad built into me. Like, just always be prepared for the worst. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, I am the kind of person that I'm checking people out if they're acting funny or weird or, yeah, you know, where the exits are, what are the best routes to take, um, do I have anything to cover or throw or just different things like that. Like, I, every time I walk into a room, those are my first thoughts. Yeah. I, I get that, but do you get the point of what I'm trying to say with all that, though? Because it's, yeah. regardless if something happens at the club, you get in a confrontation confrontation with a guy. Like, obviously, like, a lot of that finer motor judgment's going to fucking go out the window. Yeah. And what happens is what people resort to is you resort to your highest level of training. Yeah. And whatever, yeah, whatever it fucking is. Because it's Dude, like... Dude, if someone came at me, bro, I would fucking drive a forklift so fucking fast bro <laughs> or i'd start laying brick on their ass bro going crazy son <laughs> fucking bury him in a wall bro. nobody fucking touching me bro yeah. i just built this fucking wall in front of us yeah but i mean for all that shit bro like i said like you go you resort you resort to your training yeah for like any of that shit huh i guess because it's the high stress and then you've been trained under stress so it's just an it becomes a natural state when it pops up right yeah yeah that's pretty fucking cool. That's what I'm saying, bro, is like, like I said, I'm not saying that I might react to it in the most efficient way. Yeah. You know, but it's, if we were put in the same scenario, like, not even, let's not even say a confrontation at the club, right? Like, let's just say it's something simple, like. Like somebody touches your butt or something. <laughs> like, let's just say, let's just say you're, you're timed on how fast you got to unlock a door or whatever. Because, you know, when people freak out the instant when they know something's fucking timed. Or if yeah. the challenge is timed or whatever, you know. Yeah, dude, time me on, I don't know, time me on something cool, though. Time me on beating my meat. Dude, that would be like the quickest time ever. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. <laughs> Ready, set, go, stop. <laughs> All right, you're done, buddy. So those, you did good. All right. You know, you know, I do, I, I, I wouldn't mind, I want to see how fast you could put a, uh, a symbol in AR-15. Uh, or you know it'd be easier just having you like fucking disassemble and reassemble my Glock. Cause that dude, that's literally like just four pieces you have to fucking put back together. I can do that. 
Yeah, but like, let's just say it's timed. I can do that. Okay, you think you could do it in a minute? Maybe. Probably less. Okay. You said it's four pieces. I, if it's in a minute, But dude, I'm saying, you okay, you say that now, four pieces. Until you actually get timed or there's some sort of pressure on you for that. Dude, all right. Like, I'm telling you, bro, that shit's going to go out the fucking window. All right, look. Let's do it right now. All right, we're at 45 minutes. Let's go fucking, let's take a break and bring your Glock. You want right. to? Yeah, yeah. Make sure there's no bullets in that bitch, though. <laughs> okay. And we'll break. be back, guys. And we're back. That assimilation uh, of weapons was a a total fail. Because you say assimilation of weapons? You didn't go get your fucking uh, your Glock. You mean the assembly of weapons? Assembly line of weapons. Uh, anyway, assembly we tried, line. We tried it with your AR. <laughs> um, it somewhat worked. It was all right, but we didn't time it because you did what you said four parts, dude. That was like fucking ten. I said four parts for the Glock. Yeah, I know, but you we did not like uh, replicate that at all with the AR. You literally went straight to like breaking it down all the way down to the fucking chamber and barrel and other shit. Yeah, but that's the point I was trying to make, bro. Is like try doing that under stress or yeah, if you're but fucking timed. We're talking about a four piece pistol, though. Yeah, like, but even just doing that with the AR is not that hard. Do you get timed in the military for the AR? Like, there's no official timed event for assembling it yeah. or disassembling it. Like, like I said, I've done that for like either just fucking off or for like Trash. a challenge. Trash opinion. <coughs> I keep all my guns loaded and hot. Come at me, I'ma shoot you if you step on my block. Ooh, fucking cringe, bro. You hating, bro? Just quit this fucking podcast and try to be a SoundCloud rapper, I guess, bro. Bro, I could. Just fucking. I could. I drop some heat on everybody's ears. They're going to be like, God damn. Yeah. Be like, yo, like this shit's blazing, son. Know what this I mean? Shit, this shit's super hot fire. Super hot. Yeah, dude. Like, you can just be like a, you can be like that new rapper with some, you know, with a newly founded family and all that. And you're like, just wait, babe. Like, I'm going to get uh, my breakout. Dude. Uh, this is going to be my breakout song. That actually kind of makes me cringe a little bit. What does? Like, knowing uh, grown ass men. um. With like kids and families and a responsibility, uh, and dropping music, like trying to portray this image of the rap lifestyle. <laughs> well, but like, I mean, look, look, look. If you do that, but at the same time you have a regular job and you're still keeping up with your regular job to pay your finances and you're yeah. trying to be, I, I admire that a little bit more. But like these dudes that just bum the fuck out trying to do music. Sorry, son. Well, it's like this is this is a dream. Like I still go to my nine to five and come and podcast when i can and have time mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if we ever make money off of it cool you know what i mean yeah but uh like you know just to kind of caveat off that for dudes that are that bum around like that it's yeah it's more of hey are you really making music to get away from the family or are you actually making music to try to like make a name for yourself mm. one day yeah i mean i mean if you have like so i've always been really against like you know how some people they'll be like oh i want to be like I want to be like a fucking like music producer or something. And yeah. they're like, I'm going to go to college for that. You know what I mean? And okay. Given there might be more opportunities if you're like a music producer going to school yeah, for that. But some producers make it like not even finishing high school, dude. You know what I mean? So like, why would yeah. you go and pay thousands of dollars to get a degree in something well, that somebody did for free just because they mm -hmm. had that talent? You know what I mean? Well, if you if you really have that passion and you dedicate that time, 
I feel like you would pop off. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, there's also luck that plays into that, you know. I'm not going to just say talent and whatever. I think luck more than anything because yeah. it, it seems like with just not just, not even music when it comes to like, let's just say professional gaming or esports or yeah. um, writing books, any stuff like that, you know, there's probably tons of talented people that are way better than the ones that actually get published on or signed on to something, yeah. you know? And yeah, I mean, because, like, I'll be honest, like, there are even some artists, like, well, at least, look, now in the day and time that we live in, for an artist to pop off, they have to, like, portray this image of themselves to the public yeah. to even seem interesting. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, uh, dude, the way we consume art now is so, so fucking sucky. Damn, I'm, I kind of fucking hate that mic that makes this episode because it's that kind of conversation I want to have. But it's, like... Artists used to drop albums, and I think we've had this conversation before. Like, artists used to drop albums, and they would be consumed for a couple of years. Now, dude, like, an artist would drop an album, it'll be bumping for about two weeks to a month, and then that's it. You yeah. know, no one else really pays much attention to it anymore. They only go back to check in on one or two songs, and mm-hmm. uh, music is really being made more for streaming and numbers than for you to, like, accept and enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, like, just a part of the whole mainstream media thing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, look, like, uh, like, when I think of, like, when I think of, like, even, like, Wu-Tang Clan, right? Like, Wu-Tang, do you know, do you know much about Wu-Tang Clan? No, I've heard a couple of their songs back Bring a long time rockies. ago, but, no, I don't really keep up with them. Like, on a hype burst, my Glock burst, no, 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 no. I did first, I, my, my, my skin's rough. Or, or my skin's tough, rough like an elephant tusk, or tough like an elephant tusk. Whatever. Gosh damn! Okay. You, you know, bro. After today, I th- I think um, you ought to just join the, the join the two homies and just start making music, bro. bro. That being a hit. that was, that was Go- Ghostface Killer, Ghostface Killer. <laughs> but um, inspect the deck, Ghostface. Um, but yeah, I fucking love Wu Tang. But like, if you like listen to their sound, dude, they came up like yeah. in these uh parts of New York when uh. Fuck, uh, mm. other artists that were, like, much more, like, uh, fuck, like, um, Rakim or, like, ah, fuck, I don't even know how to put it, but it's, because I don't really know about much before Wu-Tang, yeah. I'm not gonna just speak out my ass about it, but it was just, like, okay, okay, let me put it to you like this, so, in the, in the 70s and early 80s, you had, like, a glam rock bands right like poison and like uh uh twisted sister and like all these other like bands with like big hair the skin tight leather jean or pants and yeah and shit like that right so then like in the late 80s and early 90s people got over that shit and then that's whenever you start hearing punk grunge um and all these other genres that got either heavier, more depressing. You went from hearing, uh, fuck, what's that one song that Iron Man always comes into? <clears throat> I think it's the ACDC song. Yeah, but what's the, how's song. it go? Back black, I hit the sack. <laughs> back in black, I think. Yeah. There's one called Back in Black. Yeah, it's Back in Black. So, and, yeah. so you went from hearing shit like that to hearing, uh, well, it's like, even in the early 90s, it was like Kurt Cobain and like Nirvana a uh, bunch of like you know just grunge bands fucking Alice in Chains um so basically Wu-Tang was an answer to all that um clean image 
uh, poppy dancing uh, music that was being made before them. And they came back, bro, spinning fucking crazy songs. I mean, you got fucking like old dirty bastard, like, you know, ODB. Like, what kind of fucking name even is that as an artist? Yeah. You know, and he's all like, oh, dirty bastard, because there's no father to my style. Like, that shit hot, boy. Like, that shit right there. That shit fucking crazy. But, um, but I mean, yeah, like, you know, like that, they made that, you know, as a reflection to the, as an answer or a rebellion to what was a standard in their time. And now somebody sees the standard and they just kind of follow that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's why I feel like sometimes you see artists with like a unique style or flow blow up like i mean i'll say like uh do you know who yeet is Mm-mm. okay so he's like a newer artist i don't like him at all daniel for some reason like loves him uh well daniel's a lot younger than yeah he, but you know though. me and daniel have similar tastes and other things but this is just one artist where me and him i was like dude that's fucking trash you know what i mean <laughs> um yeah but he likes it and i feel like it's because it's something different you know yeah then you know the soundcloud uh Just, you know, the the standard shit you really hear nowadays. You um, ever notice it seems like um, some people just, uh, you know, as far as like some people just really try to rush to meet the standard or just comply with the standards, whether it be music or just or just anything in general. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It's, and it just kind of dawned on me earlier this week, right? So have you ever seen the memes of, you remember the, uh, it was like the starter pack shit uh, about like a, a certain about certain stereotypes. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like the soccer mom starter yeah, pack or, uh, or the metal guy starter pack. Yeah. And then there'd be like a military ones, too. And then there'd be ones like the fuck boy starter pack. Yeah. And it's all kind of like just a whole lot of what to me seems like just generic <laughs> shit. Yeah. Stuff or just it just seemed like another fucking bandwagon to hop on. Yeah. In a sense. And I knew this one guy. He was my roommate uh-huh. back in the military long. This was like, fuck, this is like six years ago, yeah. I think, bro. But like, he, I had never met someone that had fit one of those memes just so perfectly, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm talking about down to a T. <laughs> and he, it was, um, is this guy, his name was fucking, is this white kid named Mason? Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. He was a, he was a motherfucking Monster Energy drink. Uh, fuck. Uh, the Monster Energy drink starter pack. Like, are your regular? Kyle. He did drink monsters a lot. Yeah. I'll say that. So, but the thing is, bro, was like he had like the fucking. You look at these one of these starter packs and look at him, and he fit every one of them. As in, he had the fucking haircut down with like you know the hard line on it, like the really kind of short. Um, kind of cropped haircut with the hard line and shit. Yeah, gel all the time. Um, and this guy was like, he was um, he's a short dude, and there was nothing. He wasn't really exceptional in any kind of way, but like that dude fucked though, bro. I'll give him that. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, I'm saying like you look at this dude and you see there's nothing really exceptional about him. Yeah, you know, but I mean, aside from that, I mean, fucking, of course he had an iPhone, you know iPhone guy, he had, um, he had all of, like, the fuckboy tattoos with, like, the fucking 3D-looking roses. The, yeah. You ever see the ones that's, like, got the 3D-looking eye, yeah. like, the female eye? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. On it, or, like, a diamond, just, 
like all that kind of shit. Um, what else? What else was it? Um, he had the fucking. Um, I'm trying to remember what else was in those fucking starter packs, and shit. Um, oh yeah, I know one of them was um. He cuffed his pants a lot too. You know what I'm talking about? Like at the bottom. Like he like pulled them up. Yeah. Yeah. He did that shit all the time. He, oh, and he had a he had a fucking Mustang too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I'm I'm telling you, bro, like he he fit that shit to a T and I mean oh like oh boy though, his um his um sexual conquest ended up kinda catching up with him though. Why do you say that? He <laughs> like, had a baby? What's that? He had a baby or something? No, no, no. But uh, what's funny is he's married now. Ah. Dude, but th- that's not even the funny part about it is um uh this motherfucker almost got sued. Oh, apparently, what? Because he was um he he had spread around a couple STDs. What the fuck? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't say his name. Who's gonna fucking know who he is, anyways? True. I don't disagree. I, okay, so like you know how you're saying like how some people just fit the norm. But I mean. But yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna go. I was gonna just using him as one example, you know. Yeah. And I don't really, I wouldn't really consider that just an uh, the ideal, the ideal male role model of society. <laughs> yeah, per se, you know, it's more of um, like I said, it just kind of fits a certain, almost forbidden standards or s- uh, appeal to some people, you know. And it's. A part of it is, you know, as far as, like, the tattoos and, like, the haircut and stuff, some of that's just, like, visually appealing. Yeah. Too, but, I mean, other than, like, other than aesthetic-wise, there's nothing really... Appealing. There's no really other good that comes from it. <laughs> you know, and I, I'll um I'll get into, like, kind of what the opposite is about females. Yeah. In uh, okay. relation to that, though, what were you going to say? I have a question. So, like, you know how you're saying, like, how some people just fit into the norm? Yeah. So... <clears throat> How much do you believe in astrology? Oh my god. Bro, listen, honestly, I don't believe in that bullshit at okay. all. I don't keep up with it. it it's just okay. the only reason. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I I agree. I mean, okay, I'm going to let you finish your statement. Go ahead. Well, all I'm saying is the only reason I know, I think what's the, for the April shit is like the Aries. That's or you. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So the only reason I know it is because I dated a girl last year that was all in the astrology. Uh-huh. And all that shit, and she would bring it up, and she's like, "Oh, when's your birthday?" And I told You're her, "You're such you know, an Aries." April fifteenth, and then she goes, "Oh my god, I'm an Aries," and I don't remember when her birthday was. Okay, well, look, <laughs> um, and I the only reason I ask is because I feel like I don't believe in the whole checking your shit day to day. You know what I mean? Checking what? like your horoscope day to day. Oh, is you supposed to do that every day? There, there's a horoscope for you every single day, like. Right? Oh, so, okay. So, but as far as your specific traits, like, because you're just talking about setting, fitting into norms. Yeah. And you're the second Aries I know and I'm close with, right? Mm-hmm. And when I read these fuckers, like, wow, I was looking them up and I was like, man, that is fucking Will. What did it say? All right. <laughs> like their fellow fire signs, Leo and Sagittarius, Aries is a passionate, motivated, and confident leader who builds community with their cheerful disposition and relentless determination. Uncomplicated and direct in their approach. They often get frustrated by exhaustive details and non unnecessary nuisances, which is fucking you on the fucking dot, bro. <laughs> that's you exactly. And that's just fucking crazy because it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter when your birthday is and what day 
and what the general <laughs> consensus of your personality is about what i just read is you exactly especially the fucking geeks gets exhausted or annoyed by over like over the like too much details or too much the trivial trouble. details yeah that's literally you dude so that's why i asked how much do you believe because i mean <laughs> and, and in, that's in for aries way, huh that's for aries that's for aries yeah in a way i believe that the stars have something the way the stars align the day you're born do have something to do with um maybe certain factors or traits about your personality yeah um but for it to be like to a t like every day telling you what it is but a general consensus makes sense you know what i mean um yeah because you know who's the other person who's like an aries that is exact that exact same person who fucking sari 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 is an aries and she's like she's the same way like she doesn't like to bullshit around she's gonna tell you straight up how it fucking is you know um just different things like that. <laughs> yeah, so so honestly, man, you know, um when I was like a lot younger and stuff. Yeah. Um, I would just I would see the horoscopes or I might I would see something about astrology, maybe spend like a couple of minutes on it, whatever yeah. it was, if it pertained to me or not, and I'd be like, Oh, okay, that's cool, that's interesting or I'd be kind of like, mm, you know, that kind of sounds like me or someone I knew, you know. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, as I'm getting older and stuff now, it's, it's kind of like, I, I feel, I feel like that's one of those things that just is more taboo. Well, fuck the taboo shit. Because, you know, you know what? My people, my people, like, you know, the Mesoamericans. Yeah. Um, that's all the shit that we really believed in. You know, like we looked at the stars and, you know, astrology was a big factor to the natives in Mesoamerica. Okay. So I kind of I I've I don't really like it and like like to like lean lean on it to like my day to day life, but I accept it because it's very much a part of my culture in or like yeah, I mean a part of my culture, dude. Well so I'm just I'm speaking I'm only so if that's your consensus? Well, not even that. So here let me rephrase this is I'm only gonna speak on my behalf. As yeah. far as all this goes, right? Okay, but, you God-abiding citizen. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting into. Is, I know. Is, I mean, gosh damn, bro. But anyways, it, it, it's, you know, if me, if I'm trying to be a more godly person or yeah. become a better Christian and, like, that stuff is forbidden, then, like, you know, and it's kind of explained why. Um, and that that's all of that stuff, whether it be... Um, spirituality, astrology, witchcraft, anything that falls under to the in under those domains. You yeah. know, I mean that's speaking or that's seeking spirituality outside of God. Yeah. You know, so and it, it, it's just you know, I I'm not trying to invite any shit into my life that is malevolent or what whatever the fuck it is, you know. Yeah. It's just you, you never know. Because, I, I, I mean, I believe, like, you know, as far as the universe goes and all that stuff, like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of fucking presences, energies, beings out there. And the reality is, is probably most of them don't mean well for you um, well, at all. What, what do you think about, uh, so let's say that the Spaniards came to Mesoamerica. Yeah. And introduced God to the natives. Right, a proper way, and we're like, "Hey, look, this is our God. This is what He promises you." 
Mm-hmm. But then they started disagreeing. They're like, no. So they're like, oh, you don't agree with us? Let me start slaughtering you and your, all your people until you agree with us. Yeah, well, like, I mean. Because you know a lot of the Mexican versions of, like, Catholicism mm-hmm. is just, like, um, it's a native uh, twist on them. So they would still be able to worship their entities well, under the Spanish yeah. rule for them not to get killed. Well, that's the same. That's really the same when it comes to Roman Catholicism, though. Yeah. Too, if you I mean, look yeah. at it, because I th- I, the only reason I thought of that is because you said that the other day. Yeah. No, and I mean, I, I get it. That makes sense. All of that, you know, that, that makes sense. You know, it's just mm-hmm. I can't say whether it's right or wrong, you know, but it's just. It's just for me personally, you know, if if I look to more of what the Bible says about those things rather than yeah. what people have to say about it, because, I mean, even in the Bible itself, um, you know, this is one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite passages is basically it's in Psalms uh, 118. Yeah. Is where, you know, God says it's better to trust in me than to trust in the words of man. Yeah. You know, and... That's something that, like, I, to this day, I will still always thoroughly believe, you know, because at the end of the day, people are going to always try to twist things to fit into their own uh, agendas or whatever their uh, prerogative is Yeah. at that time, you know. Um, so, and I, I think really um, there's this one guy, I heard it in another podcast, he's, uh, um, I forgot the fucking guy's name, but he's another... Um, Dude was like a pretty devout Christian or whatever, you know, and he was saying that um, why the Bible is so important is basically, you know, uh, he made an acronym for it, which is basically, you know, what Bible stands for is basic instructions before leaving Earth. Damn, son, this shit kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, man. So it's it's like, you know, regardless, I've, and we, I think we've we've kind of touched on this before. You and I were both raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've steered away from the Catholic Church. I've tried to. I've steered away from just organized religion yeah. as a whole. Uh-huh. Because, and you know, even when we were watching, well, when I watched it, you've already seen it. Um, You know, the whole thing about the Christian congregation and the boys yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got that one preacher that's telling people that he has the answers how to be saved and what you need to do to be saved. Mm-hmm. Ensure, ensure your way is heaven. Like, not as in, like, I-N-S-U-R-E. Yeah. You know, to get into heaven and... You know, it's just making it sound like another monetized business. Yep. And then behind the scenes, they've got a whole, like, there's a whole VIP tent. And underground. and Underground. And then come to find out, we know that the guy that's leading all that is actually a secret closet homo. Yeah. On top of all that. You yeah, know? he's smashing, so. smashing dude booty. Yeah. And, but, I mean, the thing is, though, bro, is, like, that's another thing that the boys harped or kind of harped on is that, like, Shit like that really goes on though too. Yep, you know. Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. the one thing, the one thing I, I'd give. I'm just going on a little quick tangent here, but the no, one no, thing no. I'll give Starlight um, credit for in that instance is when she does her speech and she goes against what has been scripted for, mm-hmm. and just speaks her own mind about you what know you should follow. Um, yeah, and and that basically, you know, like you don't know, you don't know for sure if what these people say can get you sal- can lead you get to you salvation. Saved. Yeah. You know? Because it's it's like so here's one of the things that I like so much about Christianity Christianity that and just from doing research and listening, you know, on my own on my own, 
Yeah. Is that so you know the the idea of Christianity, right? Is that okay, is accepting Jesus. Accepting Jesus that he existed, accepting him into your heart, accepting the fact that he died on the cross so that our sins can be forgiven, right? Yes. And that he is the son of God, God incarnate. Um and so for me, dude, what I believe personally on that is and and this is some more stuff that even the Bible says itself, you know, and I can totally agree with it, the, especially the way the world is going now, is that mm-hmm. us, us as humans by ourselves, right? Yep. No matter what we do, no matter what deeds we perform, what kind of person we are like, just the fact is, is that us as humans, we don't have the grace or the righteousness to obtain salvation of our own. Alone? Like, without any guidance? Yeah. Well, because, like, I, dude, I, I think inherently as human beings, we suck, bro. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just mm. putting it the way it is, you know? It's like, I mean, really, for, even if you look at, like, the earth as a whole. Yeah. What good do we really do for the earth by existing on it or for any other thing that lives on here? What good do we really do for them? Nothing, really. Nothing. Yeah. We only do good things for Health ourselves. Beneficial. And not even, and when I say for ourselves, I don't even mean as like, okay, we're doing good things for, there's some people like this, mind you, but yes. few and far in between, but we, most people don't do anything for like the goodness of the society as a whole. I'm not even going to say something as big as the world itself, but let's just say for your own community, yeah, your own society that you're in, whatever, you know, like most of the stuff, all we're doing is we're doing it for ourselves, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I mean... I'm not saying that I'm above that or anything because, you know, a lot of things I do, I do for myself too. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to get better as far as like trying to guide people, maybe give them, give people advice. I wish I had had when I was their age or if I was in their situation and, and I wish I had had some guidance, you know, or even like, you know, there's some instances where I try to tell myself like, Hey, like it's, there's nothing wrong with trying to go out of your way to help people. Yeah, either, yeah, you know, but I mean, like I said, bro, it's just, you know, just some people just can't believe or can't accept the fact that, you know, just the wages of sin has already been paid when Jesus died in the cross and yeah, um, just kind of the way, another way that I look about it too, is that how else could God have taught us as humans, like how to live a perfect life? Because, you know, Jesus was the only person that lived a perfect life. Yeah. Like, like how, what better way for him to teach us than to come down as a man that looks like us, eats, sleeps, breathes like we do, walks like us, mm-hmm. you know, and to have that example, like, the ex- that example of grace just incarnate like that, you know? Yeah. Because, let's be honest, bro, you think if, like, God really came down to the earth as himself, in whatever way he's actually composed of, like, we would be able to comprehend it or understand, like, what the fuck he's trying to say to us. No, but I feel like we'd fear it and fall in line. I mean, yeah, but the thing, but the thing is, though, bro, is, like, like, we would fear him, but we wouldn't love him, though. But that that was God in the whole first half of the Bible, though. He was yeah, but he wants us to love and fear him. That You should be, I mean, it says you <clears throat> should love and be in awe. As in, you know, uh, uh, being in awe is like, okay, you're either just, you're just in fear or you're just stupefied by it. What if God was just a soup? 
if he was just a soup? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if God was just, like, the first soup? The first superhero? Fuck. Yeah, that, that knew how to fucking bend everything to his will. Well, how would like, there? How would he be the first soup, though, if there wasn't even, like, Compound V yet, though? How do you know that? If he had to create everything... How do you know that? How how would Compound V be there? Okay, I mean, my, I mean, I mean to switch the whole topic because uh, you're you're kind of taking this out of context, bro. All right, but look, 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 because you were saying. So I'm gonna throw it back a little bit to the first half of this combo. You know how I was telling you that <coughs> different people picked up um different images of certain Christian uh entities and made it within their own communities. Yeah. So I feel like, like, I remember asking my mom about this and I know I'm just, it's my mom, right? Yeah. It's my mom's word, but she put it in a way where I understood it really well. Right. Cause you know, in Mexico we have the Vir- La Virgen de Guadalupe, right? Yeah. And then in France they have that one virgin that appeared to those three little, uh, sheep herder kids. They yeah. gave them three prophecies. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Um, and then you have like all basically you have all these different portrayals of the same, um, saint or, you know, Mary. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way my mom described it, which I said, I really liked it. She said, it's because God exposes himself to us in a way that we can understand. him. And I was like, Oh shit. I was I, like, so that's why the Mexican Mary is like a darker tone, yeah. you know? And then the French Mary, she's like a little lighter, and I, I think I think that's a very fair statement. Yeah, and know, I was like, "Damn, honestly. mom was like, yeah. you fucking deep." Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it when it comes to that, and I mean, it, it it's, you know, the whole portrayal of like, okay, that Jesus is white or that God is like a bearded white man. That's just y'all whitewashing shit, bro. That's just yeah. That's I mean, that's just like fuck fucking. That's just Western portrayals and stuff, you know. But it's yeah. like it's like in reality, you know, that um, Jesus was like copper skinned. He had dark yeah. hair. Long dark hair, dark eyes. He spoke Aramaic yep. at the time. Uh huh. But like that, that, I think that's my biggest issue. Like, I mean, I don't know how I feel because I was looking. Well, what, what's the what's the issue you have exactly? It's just that Christianity was shoved down our throat. As far as like, like whose throat? You talking about like as the Mesoamerican people? Mesoamericans, Native Americans? Like it was all. Either you're with us or you're against us, and being against us is me but, slaughtering you because you're a fucking, uh, you're you're you know you're committing blasphemy and blah blah blah. But blah. I mean, so let's say even if it wasn't shoved down your well, if it wasn't shoved down your people's throat, like let's just say today, today, like they were still the same people, or they were just as much as a regular society as anyone else is, right? But you've still got them sacrificing people and babies on top of. On that, top that of was, tipples, like, would you be though. okay with that? That's not accurate. That, that, like, I, I, that's not, like, it, it was done, but it was done very rarely. Very rarely. Very rarely. Like, it was not something, like, the way, because you're probably thinking about ap- ap- Apocalypto, right? Well, not even, not even just, I mean, I've seen the movie. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not a good portrayal but, of. But, I mean, you can't deny, though, that the native, all the native peoples in there did practice human sacrifice, though. They, they did, at, to some point. Yeah, I and mean, that it, that that's like a centralized part of their religion or whatever no, their religion. No, it's is. not. It's not. That's not true. It's not completely. That's not the only thing that revolves around it. It could be other things. You could sacrifice other things into the into the name of the god. But in those times, the god that was God was nature. God wasn't just a separate entity. Like I mean, I guess 
over here god is just a singular thing like he is the ocean he is the sky yeah, but even if sun. it was nature i mean they did have they had sky deities yeah for stuff did. like they that that revolved god, around a good serpent. harvest a good uh good rainfall just serpent. good whatever yeah yeah that's true like not just nature not just nature itself being but a deity they I'm, had other higher deities and i'm getting back to what i just said don't you think that was god portraying himself to them in different forms so they could understand i don't think that was god bro that was well, some well, other that, shit. Who else makes it rain? Well, who who else who else makes the sunshine? If that wasn't God, what what they were worshiping and sacrificing shit to was not God. But okay, but what I'm getting at is how was that not just? I, I mean, this is just me playing devil's advocate. You know, I'm not saying I believe completely believe this either. I'm just saying like. You know, this is a fucking what if podcast, right? Well, listen. what if like God was just portraying because that was the only only way they would dude. the n- Native Americans didn't have fucking beards, right? They don't they don't have facial hair. It's very rare. Like, I, I mean, I, I guess I've never seen one with facial yeah, hair. Yeah, they don't they, they don't really grow facial hair. Like, that, that's, it's true. So imagine a hairy a Middle Eastern guy <laughs> showed up to this <laughs> this guy in a thong. In the middle, they're gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this? Like, what is that?" Yeah. Not, you know, the same way when they when the white man approached them, they're like, "Oh, the the pale ones are." <laughs> but listen, listen to me though. Like, here's so here's my side of it though. Is like, yes, God does. God made the sun. He makes it rain. Whatever, yeah. right? Like, he's gonna be doing that regard for us, regardless of whoever we worship or follow, because. Sun, I mean, sunshine, water, rain, whatever, like, we all need that stuff to live. Yeah. He wants us to live as his creation, so he's going to give it to us regardless. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, whatever whatever appeared to those people and whatever kind of, like, form or what they perceived as a deity, like, that yeah. wasn't fucking God. It was ancient aliens, got to be. It Look, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck it was. It was fucking aliens demons just what the fuck ever Dude, but look i was seeing i was watching this video the other day basically saying that mesoamerica the aztec empire was like the population was bigger than um i think uh i'm not sure if i'm correct when i'm saying this but i think the entire european uh i think it was around 2.5 million is what they said yeah. that's what it was all right 2.5 I, I don't know what they compared it to but 2.5 million and look, it crumbled, you know, maybe God smited them because they were worshiping pagan gods, right? Maybe that did happen. But all I'm saying is maybe God portrayed an image that they would understand. That was I don't agree with that. You don't got to agree with me. You know, that's the whole point I know, of this but fucking I'm, podcast. I'm just saying I, there's no way you can put that to where I'm going to, where I can agree with that, you know, and it, it, it's like, you know, maybe. Okay. So let me ask you this. Uh, most of the images of God that you've seen throughout your life have been a white Jesus. Are you worshiping a pagan, a pagan Jesus? Cause he's not the correct skin tone. He was, I don't worship it based on what the skin tone is. I know, but that's the one that you would like look at and pray to. But and... I know that God is not a white bearded man though. I know, but you know that now, but when you were ignorant and didn't know it at that time, because we didn't have the like resources to know that were you worshiping a pagan god <laughs> not e- not even i mean even when i was younger i knew i knew it wasn't necessarily just a bearded white man <laughs> a bearded white man bearded white man <laughs> a white man but look <sighs> i mean i mean so here's 
here's a couple of things I was just going to like elaborate on is just, you know, maybe maybe the reason their civilization collapsed could have been okay, just, you know, out of the anger or just God smiting them down, yeah. you know, because I mean, it's like I think a lot of that is attributed to Europeaners bringing plague. Yeah. Over that they no, weren't immune the, to. The Aztecs fell before that, I think. Well, Regardless if it was the Aztecs or not, a lot of these native civilizations, whether it be there or in South America, um, a lot of them, specifically the ones that were along the Amazon River or whatever. That's South America. I'm talking about yeah. like, I'm talking about like Mexico, uh, Oaxaca. But, but I'm just saying, I mean, even regardless if it's Mesoamerica or whatever, like a lot of them like had similar practices, worshiped yeah. deities like that. Like, um, and I know for a fact, like in the Amazon or however many civilizations were rested along there that most of them were wiped out and it was attributed to plague, you know? And yeah. I mean, who's to say, you know, you know, really, but I think even in like the Bible and multiple times, like, you know, um, that, uh, God has punished to place places like that. Yeah. With plague. You know, that or or even like when you look at um, you know, the old testament with Moses fleeing Egypt, um, he punished Egypt with seven plagues. Yeah, okay. On there. You know, like they were stricken yeah. and not necessarily, you know, plague plague wise we think disease, you know. No, we're talking about famine and Yeah, like yeah. But I mean it, I mean they were stricken with disease and like boil having boils and lesions. Yeah, but they it was also like uh just parasite parasitic infestation and Yeah, like, yeah, and like locust like, swarms and, and all that shit, you know. So yeah. I, I mean that could be that could be attributed to God's wrath on yeah. that, you know. Okay. But I mean you know, regardless, it's like Okay, so I mean before you go on, I've just fact checked myself and Actually, Aztecs sacrificed around 250,000 people a year. I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> Whoops. But, um, but anyways, like, another thing that I was, um, going to elaborating on too is just, you know, regardless of, let's just say your, your previous statement was like, oh, okay, you know, the religion wasn't centralized around human sacrifice. Yeah. And that they just did it every now and then, you know, yeah. like. That doesn't really justify it or make it right in my eyes either. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take that religion as a good example of (laughs) one that's sacrificing babies. So, oh, so one man can sacrifice his son one time, but a brown-skinned Mesoamerican does it a couple hundred thousand times, and it's a problem. What are you talking about? So God can sacrifice Jesus one time. All right. But but a Mexican, a Mesoamerican guy does it a That's, couple hundred thousand times, and it's a fucking problem. Will Jesus wasn't sacrificed though. What do you call it then? Went willingly. Uh yeah, sure. God knew what was gonna happen. God is all knowing, right? He knew that we were fucking gonna be fucking retarded and murder Jesus. Jesus is God. Okay, well, God then Jesus knew it the whole time. Yes, and Jesus willingly went through it, bro. He was I fucking milly rocking in the fucking back room, waiting for them to take him. Talking about, uh, uh, I'm just, that's fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I remember oh the my, passion. I'm glad of, we're friends, bro. There's, huh? I'm glad we're friends, bro. There's so much, there's so much in Passion of the Christ that I like reminisce on and it just makes me cringe. That one scene when they hit him with that, uh, that, uh, spiked like paddle and yeah. they rip a chunk of his flesh out. That shit's engraved in my memory for fucking ever. Yeah. I mean, he went through all that, bro. And at any time he could have fucking cried out and to save himself 
What was he going to do? But he didn't. Was he going to turn his blood into water? Could have. Dude, I wish, like, Jesus' origin was, like, a little more badass. His origin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, like, his, you know, like, I mean, but I guess that's, like, I'm, like, a simpleton, like, everyone at the time. Everyone expected God's uh, son or, you know, was that, that was, that wasn't his second coming, was it? What? Not Jesus. That's his first coming. Right? Okay. when he comes back, like, the fucking world's going to end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my thing with that is because, you know, everybody was expecting, like, a David, you know. Expecting a what? A David, a King Solomon. Uh, like, you know, David. Oh, yeah. You know, a strong-witted fighter. Like, just or, another prophet, basically. Yeah, you know, that was all, not all-knowing, but they were powerful. They were leaders. They were, yeah. they, they didn't bend the knee. <laughs> um. <clears throat> And then they got this guy that turned the cheek whenever he got slapped. Yeah. So I feel like that's what uh, literally our um, self-interest and ideals of an entity is what derived us to crucifying Jesus. You know what? Um, what's really interesting, just going back as far as you know, pagan religions and stuff. What? Um, like, well, going back to as far as like um paganism and human sacrifice and all that yeah is the norse actually kind of have an interesting take on that the human sacrifice part yeah um and what i mean by that is so i've listened to i knew a guy on one of my deployments in africa yeah who was um fucking dog <laughs> anyways <laughs> um um, he was in the process of like, so he was already like a Norse basically, but he was just in the process yeah. of getting officially accepted into it because, um, there's like an organization in Norway apparently to where you could convert or into Northern, Northern men, Norse. I don't, what is it called? Nor just Northern men, Northern. Well, it's just a Norseman. Norseman. Yeah. 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 You, you know, as far as like, okay, you believe in their mythology, their religion, you know, like you can actually convert the modern day Norsemen now. I don't believe in Jesus, Mom. I believe in the twelve gods. Right, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that fucking kid. Um, but anyways, he was explaining. He explained it some to me, and then I was listening to some other like Norsemen talk. Um, just kind of, you know, throughout social media and stuff. Uh huh. And even they apparently really look down upon human sacrifice because Pussies. you know, you know, what's fucking wild, bro. Is like okay, what? the Church of Satan. Yeah. Is trying to sue right now because they can't sacrifice their children. That's not fucking true. Where'd you hear that at? Dude, I, I saw it in a couple of articles. I saw it on YouTube. Dude, Are you sure but, that's real? Huh? Are you sure that's real? Look, I don't know how real it is, but I mean... All right, go go on the tangent and I'll, and I'll fact check you. Go ahead. I mean, I'm I'm just saying that sounds like some shit those motherfuckers would say, though, or... Or it wasn't necessarily that they want to sacrifice their children, is that they want to sacrifice the aborted fetuses or whatever. What? Yeah, they want to sacrifice their aborted fetuses. But I thought abortions were illegal anyway. How are they trying to sue? Okay, okay, but all right, go on, go well, ahead. It's either listen, it's either aborted fetuses or infants or both. One of the two at least. Okay, so but, um, all right, go back to the But all the I'm Norsemen. saying though is like fucking even like some Norsemen were saying 
hey, that's fucked up, like, trying to, the idea of you want to sacrifice your children and stuff, because they were like, even though we're pagans too, like, a big part of our religion revolves around, like, taking care of your family and your property, your image, etc. Yeah. You know? And I don't think, I don't think trying to sacrifice your children or anyone else's children in any family's really doing good for anyone okay so i just looked up what you just told me the salem based satanic temple is suing in indiana and idaho in federal court over their abortion bans arguing they violate religious rights of people in those states i don't know what that has to do with wanting to sacrifice your babies for Hold a on fucking a abortion See, that's just fucking people trying to take like okay okay we get it satan's bad but I feel like that about that the same fucking way I feel about like the whole they them shit. Mm-hmm. If like if they're not fucking bothering you about it, like why why are you making it? Why are you going out of your way to make it seem worse than what it really is? Okay, like I don't know, dude. I don't I mean abortion's a weird topic for me. Like I I don't I don't completely agree, but I don't completely disagree with it. Um, but that's literally. You know, people fucking twisting their words just because it's a satanic temple. And, you know, honestly, I've heard of, like, different satanic temples making food drives, <laughs> organizing different things to, like, help out their community, even though they're satanic temples. Well, of course they would do that to try to paint themselves in a better light. I mean, if that's how you want to look at it, but, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, the church does it, but... Okay. I mean, whatever. You know, mate. Regardless if the church does or not, like I don't. I consider the church to still be part of organized religion. Well, like let me put like, it to you like this: the the Church of Satan. Uh, I read an article. Is basically, uh, basically they're saying that they're just a place of freedom of speech. Like they're not like, uh, to the standards of, like they accept everyone. Like it's not a yeah. place of like judgment, which. Okay, dude, I don't fuck with Satan. All right, cool. But if, I mean, I can stand behind someone just wanting to be themselves, whatever. I mean, if that's if that's their prerogative, I mean, that's that's whatever to me. Don't get know. me wrong. Don't get me. There I don't ch- want anything to fucking do with that. There, shit. there are churches that are fucked up and crazy, but they're all like subdivision. You know, it's like it's like okay, so say like one of these churches out here that the whole clergy were like full of pedo priests and shit, right? Yeah. Would you now just say the that that one specific church and then sp- and entire churches around it are just Filipinos? I wouldn't say that. Okay, so I mean that's that's you know, I get it. You don't fuck with Satan. I don't really fuck with Satan either. Uh, you know he he do his thing out there. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't really fear him. I I don't bend the knee to Satan. Yeah. All right. I bend the knee to God. <laughs> All right. So if I don't bend the knee to you, I don't. I have no reason to fear you or respect you. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. So that's why, like, it doesn't bother me. Let's see. So, so here's my thing, right? Is again, I'm going on to why, like, I don't really believe in organized religion or even churches. Yeah. For that matter, is because, and, and you kind of said it too, you know, where or just use an example of like how there's some fucked up churches or yeah. that have some fucked up practices or beliefs or whatever. And 
then you take that and you take the Church of Satan, which is like, oh, hey, you know, like we believe we should be able to do what we want. We should be able to accept anybody or whatever, yes. you know. And mm-hmm. it's like a lot of some of those churches that are like that are fucked up like that, you know. I mean, what they're doing is they just bend things. They're bending things to like that fit their own agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless of regardless of how much scripture they know or not, they choose mm-hmm. they choose what they want to follow and accept. Yeah. You know, yeah. with um with exceptions. Yes. You know? Dude, and, I, and have that's... you ever seen um The Devil in All of Us? No, I haven't. You haven't seen it? It's uh it's with uh Tom Holland, uh Robert Pattinson, um and a couple other actors. Yeah. And it's about like this small town and it's like basically how like it's it's a compilation of many different stories, mm-hmm. but it shows you how like even like or like 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 Christianity or Christian organized religion twists uh, the view of someone. Yeah. So there's this one there's this one guy who's like the pastor or whatever. And he believes his work so much to the point where he thinks he can resurrect someone from the dead. Oh my! And he ends up killing his baby mama. And then when he doesn't, when he can't bring her back to life, he fucking freaks out and leaves town. So I'm just saying that to say that no matter what side of the spectrum you are, you can be corrupted. Yeah. With your beliefs. Well, and you know, I like I said, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and it's but the thing about the Church of Satan is, regardless of what they do to keep up like a acceptable image of themselves with the food drives, whatever yeah. we accept everybody, we believe we can do whatever we want, etc. You know, like all of those things. At first glance, it's like okay, you know, like that sounds good, yeah, and all right. But I mean, just you know the the whole underlying fact is like okay you know they worship and accept satan into their okay. life like there's no there's no amount of good they can do on that to make that one fact look good though for themselves okay well all right so if we're going to be that mor- morally just and on the moral spectrum right um who's to say that these companies that we work for are you know they're not in anyone's best moral effort you know what i mean like i'm not gonna say the company i work for but dude the amount of paper that we waste is insane okay Mm -hmm. and like i look at all this paper that we throw away on the daily and i'm like dude we're fucking killing tree like millions and millions of trees okay um you work for a fucking like the company you work for like you know they they have planes and cargo and all this other shit right they're fucking polluting the earth with you know jet fuel you know, all this other things. And who's like, well, who's FedEx say, is. we're not saying the names of the companies we work for. Um, but what I'm getting at is like, they do a bunch of fucked up shit and they don't really do much to give back. Okay. Like maybe some of the companies that we print for, they're like, Oh, we're going to recycle the paper. We're going to send it back to us. But e- either yeah. way, dude, okay. You're going to recycle paper. That's at our plant. You're based halfway across the fucking country. You're going to use an 18-wheeler to fucking travel mm-hmm. all this shit, you know, to where you are, which uses gas and, you know, just all these other things. Like, okay. Well, listen, first of all, real quick, like, I didn't say who I worked for. I just said FedEx. Okay, I don't I mean, work yeah. for those fuckers. I don't answer yeah, to them. You, you so. don't. Um, 
But I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we're going to be morally just, like, yeah. these companies we work for are not moral in any sense or of the way. They're all very self-interested, only care about themselves. Yeah. Don't really even care about the planet that we're living on. I agree. Very rarely care about their workers. All they right? make it look like they care about their yeah, workers. Yeah, so I mean, like, if we're going to be like, oh, you know, but then that would mean, like, we couldn't, like, dude, that would mean we couldn't even, we couldn't buy Powerade, we couldn't buy Coca-Cola, because all of these companies have a past. We, we wouldn't be able to wear buy a fucking Volkswagen, because they fucking, um... They provided the Germans their their vehicles during World War Two. Yeah. Um, like there's so many things that were morally incorrect that we shouldn't be standing behind. Then if you like, you see what I'm like. My thing is, if I'm gonna accept one thing, I can't be a hypocrite. Turn around and be like, I I'm judge them for that. You see what I'm saying? Like I like Audi. I like Volkswagens. I, I like uh, mm-hmm. who who made the fucking uh clothes for the SS? Uh no, fuck. Um, it's from a famous it clothing brand now, right? Yeah, it's a it's a famous clothing brand now. Like, I okay, I like give them the pass. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. So why can't I give this person the pass if I'm comparing their good, their the amount of good they do to the amount of bad that they are, and it levels out. You see, you see what I mean. So if I can do that with this company that doesn't give a fuck about me, and and I can't do that with this people who are feeding homeless people. I feel like a fucking big ass hypocrite and I, I, I'm, I will never live my life to be a hypocrite, you know? So, but you're saying that like feeding homeless people and having food drives make Satan good though. I'm not saying it makes Satan good. I'm saying the people that follow that religion, I'm not saying Satan is good. I'm not saying that religion of Satan is good. But you're making it sound like that should be accepted, though, just because they do, no, 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 no. Overtly or overt events for the community to make themselves look good. That, that worship that. They are the good people, not the religion. All right? Don't get my words twisted either. I'm talking about the people that are taking the actions to do these things. They are the good, not the religion or the belief that, they, that they're that they like. You remember that one episode of... Uh, so they're good because they worship Satan? No, they're good because they do good things. But they worship Satan, so that makes them Okay, good so though. let me ask you this. Jeffrey Dahmer, Hitler... um. John Wayne Gacy, all serial killer, uh, serial killer, fucking uh, annihilated millions of Jews, serial killer. They all were Christians. So theoretically, at the end of their life, if they ask for forgiveness, they're in heaven. Theoretically, if they were sincere about it. Okay, they're in heaven. So, so, so like. If they're, we don't know if they're in heaven or not, though. Okay, but according to the Catholic, like, tradition, if you, in your heart, Ask for forgiveness from Jesus Christ before you die. You are forgiven and granted the entrance to heaven. So you're telling me that Jeffrey Dahmer, who killed, uh, I think over like a dozen innocent, like twenty-seven dudes, I think. No, oh yeah, it was dudes. Yeah. Um, John Wayne Gacy killed little boys and teenagers, and Hitler killed innocent Jewish people. You're telling me they're in heaven. I couldn't tell you for sure whether they're in heaven or not. Okay, so who's to say that these people that are, that worship Satan on their fucking free time aren't good because they give out but to their community? But the thing is, though, <laughs> is whatever John Wayne Gacy, Dahmer, or Hitler did, like they weren't doing that in the interest of God. We're doing that on Hitler God's behalf. Was? On that though, Hitler but was. Hitler was a Catholic. Yeah. He literally said, they killed Jesus Christ. We have to kill them. When did he say that? 
That was the whole belief behind it. No, they look. Hitler led. They led the the genocide of the Jews for more than for more than just the beliefs of that. Like, okay, that the Jews killed Jesus. Then what? What, what was the belief? What was their belief on the genocide of the Jews? Yeah. Look, bro. That was. This is something that's like. This is a whole other conversation for later. Oh yeah, I feel like you are gonna go look some shit up and come back with some ammo. No, I I mean I might now though now that you like fucking giving me the idea now. I mean I'm telling you, dude. Like I'm I'm just but like listen, listen though. Here's what I'm saying though is like, so I can't really speak on behalf of Hitler for yeah. all, for on his side, right? Kind of got his mustache right now, dude. My oh my god. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Um, fucking so for John Wayne Gacy and Dahmer, yeah, right. Like those guys did not come upon the idea that they could be saved through grace and sincerity to God until they were already in prison, whether that be scheduled for life or for fucking death sentence, whatever. Yeah. I think uh, Gacy got the death sentence, if I'm not yeah. surprised. Uh, Dahmer got killed, I think. Yeah, Dahmer got killed. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that for Gacy is... He did not accept God into his life or any of that until well after his incarceration. Dude, did you know that dude was like a part of the Republican Party? That doesn't surprise me. Like he'd have giant cookouts and invite like important people to his cookouts. Well, a lot of those fuckers are charismatic as fuck though is he, what's the he scary was a manager part about at it. KFC. Huh? <laughs> he was a manager at KFC. Um, but anyways, like I was saying though, is he didn't accept God or Jesus into his life well after until he was already incarcerated because yeah. Think about for any fucking condemned man in there that's in there, just knowing the fact that like, okay, like I'm gonna fucking die either on a scheduled day or just at some point in my fucking imprisonment here. I like the Japanese theory on that. Or whatever. Um that they're just thinking like, okay, you know, like well now, you know, even though after everything I've fucking done and just ruthlessly slash remorselessly killed all these other fucking people in here that like, okay, you know, maybe just if I accept God last minute like that and be sincere, like, okay, then maybe I'm good like that. But the yeah. point is, the point is, though, is like, is like it's been said and mentioned that even after both of those guys accepted, quote-unquote, accepted God into their life, uh-huh. other inmates would say that Dahmer would be in their cafeteria, communal area, what the fuck ever, laughing bragging and boasting about the people he killed and the way he did it. Like, yeah. does that sound like someone that's truly remorseful and sincere to you? Because look, I'm I'm not going to dispel the fact that, okay, despite doing all those things, that through grace and that if you're truly sorry and repentful for your sins that you could still get into heaven. I'm not going to dispel that fact, okay? Yeah. But judging from what I've seen and heard from that and if Dahmer was really saying shit like that or not, bro. Like, I don't think that sounds like someone that's repentful or sincere to me in that regard. And as far as with John Wayne Gacy, I mean, it's the same fucking case with him and stuff. And even while this dude was, like, fucking strapped to that chair, getting ready to get his lethal injection, he was laughing and mocking the fucking families of the victims he killed. Does that sound like something, someone that's repentful or sincere to you? Not to me, it doesn't. No, no, you're right. On All that. Right. All right, good defense, good defense. And, right. I mean, it, it, it's just it's just for fucking Hitler, like, 
I don't know, bro. I don't know how sincerely how sincere he was with his religious views. Like he could have not been a religious or a godly. Well, he wouldn't have. Well, let let me just stick it to simplify this is. He might not have actually been a religious man or a godly man at all for that matter, right? But what is the main trait? What was Hitler's best skill and trait is that he was a great fucking charismatic public speaker, right? Yeah. Well, who's to say a man like that with such with such innate appeal like that couldn't use religion or or just kind of like fucking slithering slithering religion any of those speeches or what his belief is to make the people want to follow him more? Yeah, okay, I could see. I, I you know see what you're saying. To say with that. So who's to say that Hitler was really just a godly man to begin with, and he was just because anyone can fucking anyone can fucking read the Bible, look at a couple of stories or whatever, spout out spout out a couple a couple of things from it or whatever, and then all of a sudden they're a, a religious man or they're like, a priest for that. Like matter. your boy Joel Olstein. I don't know who the fuck that is. The guy with the super church in like Texas. Oh God! But he's got a private jet. Well, we can get into this later, but all I'm saying is, like, what I was just saying earlier is that's that's my take. Well, as far I'm as saying, it goes with Dahmer and Jake Gacy and dudes like fucking Hitler and stuff. So and the, the point and the fact is, we don't know where the fuck they are right now. No, when we might never. But my thing is, is I just, I just, me and myself cannot be cannot feel correct with myself if I don't judge something else for the one thing and then go and judge something else for that same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, it's like, but I mean, really at the end of the day, bro, is no matter how much you try, like we're all going to be fucking hypocrites. I try my best not to be some, done. to some degree. No, and I, I get it. And I try to bro, but that's just, yeah. that's just the way we are as people. Yeah. Cause, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just something I don't know. But let me ask you this though. Like, are like, do you think America's sorry for Vietnam? Is America sorry for Vietnam? Yeah, for going to Vietnam. To be honest, I don't think so. <laughs> what was the whole point of that? I so I'm gonna just kind of I'm gonna go on my little tangent here about that, bro. And then yeah. I gotta take a break because I gotta take a piss here. Because <laughs> um, look, 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 look. From what I know, this this is just me not knowing anything right yeah. now, right? Um, from what I know. Y'all just went over there. We're butting in other people's business. Y'all just went over there. <laughs> y'all just went over there. Butting other people's business. Got y'all's ass kicked by motherfuckers with pineapples and gum or some shit like that. Um, and then y'all were really racist towards Asians for a while. And y'all were mad. Y'all were really mad. <laughs> All right. So, so here's my understanding of it, right? Is there were multiple political slash technological reasons behind it who was in power at the time reagan right not reagan this was after reagan it was nixon nixon yeah um nixon and jfk if i'm not mistaken yeah um so so let me get let me explain the political aspect of it first right yeah so originally um you know vietnam used to be a french colony Ooh, I did not know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a French colony, and I think right around, or right before it started is, um, Vietnam actually claimed their independence. Yeah. And from France, right? And, you know, France has not been a superpower really since Napoleon. 
in like fucking anything. Like they've lost so many of their colonies. Well, England has too, you know. But um, aside from that, is the the takeover, the takeover by the Vietnamese over there was relatively short and easy for them, if I'm not mistaken. And I think they got a lot of their weapons were supplied by like the Soviets. Who uh, the Soviets and the Chinese from to Nam? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, because um, everyone will, everyone blames the Soviets as far as like providing military resources or um assets, you could say. But I mean, China, China did a fair amount of the supplying too. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. But um, though at the time the U.S. and a lot of the Western world were, they were worried about just the rise of communism. Of course, Cuba. Basically, well, not just not just Cuba, bro. Russia, I mean, Russia, China. Yeah, well, mainly Russia was like the biggest fucking threat, bro. Um, during that time, because you know about the whole Cold War and all that yeah. shit. But um, like they were worried that communism was gonna spread in a domino-like effect, as in, okay, one country gets taken over by communism, and is unchecked. Yeah, and if that happens, then what's going to stop these fuckers from trying to like spread that shit into the rest of the world? Because yeah. it was the same with Vietnam. It was the same with fucking North and South Korea just before that. So okay. communism was literally people's biggest fucking fears. So um, Korea was before Vietnam? Yeah. Okay. As in the 50s. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, every basically, dude, everyone in the, re- in the West was scared of... Uh, socialism and everyone in the east you know they were all fucking they were like oh like capitalism's bad like our way is the way to go and mind you all that stuff is being propagated to the people through the media and the government and so forth right um but that was kind of like i said that domino effect was kind of like the same idea behind like going into vietnam yeah is what they'll tell you at first glance but Another aspect of it, as far as a technological, is Vietnam was approving uh, was proving grounds for new technologies, new military oh. technologies. Is that's when the Black Hawk got introduced, right? Mm, I don't think it was a Black Hawk. But um, it was a model for that. Maybe the model for it, yeah. Um, because like the the Black Hawk wasn't really perfected till later on. Yeah. But, I mean, they did have various models of helicopters there. Yeah. Rather it be, you've got your main transport helicopters, which was called the Huey. Yeah. was like the earliest perfected model of an uh, attack slash transport helicopter at the time. Yeah. Right, because you could also out, you could outfit a Huey for air-to-ground capabilities, too, as well as transportation. Mm Mm-hmm. And mind you, you've got other attack, um, you've got other attack um, aircraft like the Cobra, which yeah. is strictly like an attack helicopter, in every regard to that, which was introduced around that time, and that was actually also when I think for the first time American infantrymen were being equipped with the M16. Do you know about the M16? Yes. Okay. Well, that was like. That was the first time it was introduced into battle? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, well, that, that platform of weapon was introduced, and it's the same platform that most modern ARs are based off of. The M16? Was the M16 came first, which 
actually, even before the M16 and the AK-47, which is like the Russians, yeah, the Russian counterpart to it, so to speak. Wait, I thought the Russian counterpart was the AK-74. <laughs> I thought the well, Germ- there Germans. is an AK-74 too, but that's more of like a uh, a pistol, uh, I like an AR pistol. Created the uh, huh? 47. Is it not a German weapon? No, no. The AK-47 was a Russian-made weapon. Oh. Um, the guy's name was Kalishnikov. I think I saw a movie about, or I saw a, a clip about the guy when he created it. Yeah, but but did you know before that, before both those rifles, you know where they got the idea for those from? What? It's from the fucking Germans. Ah. The Germans had already developed a um, assault rifle platform, which was that is called. It was called the STG forty four. Uh huh. That they made in World War Two, but I think around the time it didn't really get to be employed that much by the Nazis because by the time they had like introduced it to the military, like the war was almost over already. Okay. Yeah, you know. But I mean, you know that 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 totally makes sense because a lot of technologies or modern technologies that we have now are they used. They got from the Nazis. Yeah. Because them motherfuckers were technologically way ahead of their time. Like a motherfucker, yeah. You know, like you cannot, regardless of what those motherfuckers stood for or what they did, bro, like you cannot deny their technological innovation. I mean, we got a lot from them. I'm not going to, you know. Well, not just us, dude. The fucking Russians, too. Dude, I mean, what's the saying? War creates, um, war advances the world. Yeah. 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 Oh, it does more than that, bro. I mean, but. Anyways, like I said, the the other aspect was it was just um, Vietnam was a testing ground for new technologies. So you you said uh, Nixon was in um uh was in uh, was a president at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So that made me think of something. So you did you didn't watch much of that '70s show, right? No, not really. Okay, so there's an episode where the dad has the opportunity to ask um uh the president at the time who was uh, Ford, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one question. Right. And throughout the whole episode, you see him having a dilemma because he's thinking about the question he's going to ask. And he finds out that it's fucking scripted and they want him to ask a specific question and blah, blah, blah. Um, But Eric was funny as fuck. Like, you know, him and his friends are like, we're going to streak in front of the president, you know? Uh, Well, then Red gets the balls to actually ask the question. Right. He, He asks him, he's like, how the hell could you pardon Nixon? But we never get the answer. Do you, do you know what he's part what he pardoned him for or what did Nixon do? Mm, was it probably during probably for the Watergate scandal? What what is the Watergate scandal? Um <clears throat> So I'm I'm just kind of summarizing here cuz I don't remember everything about it, but it was what got Nixon impeached. Um it had something to do so there was a hotel he was staying at at the time it's called the Watergate Hotel. Yeah. And it was something, actually, you know what, let me look this up real quick, because, like, I actually want to know now. <laughs> About the Watergate scandal? Yeah, I mean, I know it was, like, at the hotel, and he got, uh, I think it had something to do with confidential documents or some yeah, shit. because, I mean, he thing. said it, and, like, to this, like, I've always thought of him, like, I wonder what he's talking about, right? And I thought he was kind of, like, shitting on Ford, because was Ford his, like, vice president or something at the time? Okay, here, here's what it, here's what it says in summary. Okay. The scandal stemmed from the Nixon administration's continual attempts to cover up its involvement in the June 17, 1972 break-in of the Democratic National Committee headquarters at Washington, D.C., Watergate office building. So, you want to summarize that for me? <laughs> so, 
what it's okay so it was basically a majority of it seems to have been wiretap you know what wiretapping is yeah the opposite party though yeah with the supposedly the nixon the <laughs> the nixon the uh the nixon administration was trying to perform i guess some kind of espionage yeah with the water tap or <laughs> the wiretapping Against Democrats on or the Democratic headquarters, which would have been the Watergate, at uh, Watergate uh, building or whatever the fuck it's called, and I guess they were trying to access like some classified documents or some shit too. Yeah. So this shit was cold though. Then how the fuck could you pardon Nixon? All right, cool, Red. I'll. I'll uh, well, like them. I said, I, I I guess that's what they're talking about. I, I mean, I'm sure, sure. That, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah sure I, I guess so then. <laughs> um. But um, mm. there was like a lot of stuff that uh, like. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense during resi- uh, um, Nixon's um, term. Yeah. Was that there's been some debate as far as the Watergate scandal, if that was like a fucking CIA operation to discredit him uh-huh. and get him out of office, you know? Why w- was he disliked at the time or something? Well, I d- I'm not really sure. It's I don't know why they, why they would want to do that, but, I mean, it, at the same time, he was... He was a Republican president, yeah, and he was the one that also switched or took us off the gold standard. I thought it was JFK. No, no, Nixon took us off the gold scan, uh, the gold standard, and JFK wanted to put us back on. He wanted to put us onto a silver, silver standard, silver, yeah, yeah, which would have been something similar, but silver, but silver is basically right beneath gold, dude. Because uh, you know, when I think about presidents and like the most, like at least in that time, the most prevalent ones that I always think of are Reagan, Nixon, JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really it from that point in time. Well, so there's another thing. Um, I guess uh, what's uh, the Clinton, Bill Clinton too? The oral office. Yes, the oral office. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, that just goes to show you that any chick named Monica is crazy. Oh my God, Will. Yeah. All right. I mean, <laughs> we've talked about this before. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys, but this is a uh, off top or off inside jokes conversation. Inside jokes. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> but um, what were you fucking? Oh yeah, here's what I was gonna say. So the whole thing with Kennedy, bro, is like his assassination. Yeah, like everything leading up to that and pointing to that. Was like it was staged. It was the events leading up to it and everything how it was staged was a lot more elaborate than just some dude with a fucking sniper rifle. Yeah, on top of a tall ass building just sniping Kennedy yeah. like that. You know because they they fucking reviewed they've reviewed that assassination like countless times, right? Yeah, and they said that there's no way the um, What's that fucking guy? The guy name? loaded. The guy that that the guy that supposedly killed Kennedy. I don't know his name. I'm trying to remember what his fucking name was. I was just talking to my own about that shit the other day too. Um, it's like a it's like a a European last name though. Fuck, I can't remember that. But, it'll it'll come back to me later. But but look, you know um, have you seen this movie called? I think it's called uh, The Butler. Well, here let me let me just finish what I was gonna say real quick though is. The guy that supposedly killed Kennedy, right? Uh-huh. From <coughs> the way his car was moving and from the distance that guy was, yeah, there's no way he would have made 
those shots. Three, yeah. I think it was like three or four shots. Yeah. All hits from that fucking distance like that with the rifle he had because he was using a Carcano, yeah. which is an Italian sniper rifle. And it's not exactly like a modern rifle uh-huh. by today's standards or even like by standards then. At that time, yeah. Right. And what's interesting is, for one, when Kennedy was going to go out during that parade that day, yeah. for one, Secret Service did not want him to do that. They advised against it. Two, they said that even if he did, um, they wanted they, they wanted to have up, like right? this fucking bulletproof dome on top of that car too. Yeah. Which for some reason they opted out of having that shit put on it that day too. Right? Yeah. And then three, when Kennedy gets fucking hit that first time, the car and that whole like caravan he was in, yeah. They stopped moving. Oh, in front of him? Yeah, the, the car so fucking about slowed like down tank, and stopped. The tank warfare from the other day? Like, you stopped a person in front of you? No, the, no, no, that has nothing to do with tanks. Here. I know, but I'm saying, like, the, the positioning is the caravan stopped, meaning it would have given the person a clear shot. But he didn't... To get at him. But that Maybe if, like, okay, if he had shot the lead car, lead driver or whatever, to stop the caravan, he would have done that. But he didn't. He went directly and shot Kennedy first. Who he was like in the middle of it or some yeah, shit. He was. That's what I'm saying. So like, why if he's if he's gonna shoot if they're gonna shoot the fucking president in the middle, why is the driver or the whole convoy gonna stop or slow down, pause, let him get shot again, and then keep on moving again like yeah. that? Like that just that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And then considering like the actual angle of where the shots came from, I think they were saying something that it had actually came from fucking ground level in relation to where Kennedy was at. Uh, I could see, the, I've seen the video and I could see the way the travel, the way the bullet travels in and the way he gets hit. It does look like it's like coming straight instead of an angle up towards down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, bullet, traje- bullet trajectory changes from the moment it leaves the barrel to when it actually impacts on target. I'll give it that, but not by, not by like, those margins yeah because like and on top of that too bro is like three or four accurate fucking shots from the supposed distance that the killer had shot kennedy at from yeah you know what i'm saying like none of that fucking makes sense and it's who's to say that more than likely they just had a couple of dudes like on fucking ground level hiding in some bushes or some shit like that or somewhere nearby with rifles just waiting but will for the opportunity. Let me just okay. I know like this is so. Let's let me close up this topic about the JFK thing because it's. I'm not gonna close it up, but what I'm saying is I'm gonna jump into another tangent. Uh it's it's it was. It it's very hard to believe that it wasn't a setup. Basically, was what mm-hmm. I'm getting at. But what I'm getting at is we know Secret Service sucks because George Bush got hit by a shoe like 30 feet or less away from him. <laughs> All right. If you're telling me he's going to stop a fucking fucking shoe. Um, I don't know. Well, you expect him to dive in front of the president for a shoe. <laughs> I don't know, bro. If I'm secret service, I'm not jumping in front of a shoe for the president or in front of the president for a shoe. I mean, like, cause if you think like, uh, if I remember correctly, weren't there secret service walking next to the car, like jogging next to the car as it's driving. I don't remember. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, if there were, why didn't one of them just jump to cover him in that moment? Well, I think they did, though. 
Uh, I, I don't remember. I'd have to see the. I'd have to see the video again, but I don't remember if they were even jogging by the car. I, I so. think they were. But Maybe I, they were. Another tangent. Did you know that the only reason the color pink is considered woman, like a woman's color, is because JFK's wife would wear it a lot. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's whenever it started being considered to be like a woman's color. Bro. It's crazy. We just went from killing the president to why a color is considered. Hey, color. you know what else we're gonna go into too? What? You know that JFK? That dude fucked. Apparently, all the J, all the K's fucked. Yeah, but I mean, bro, that dude was like, I mean, that dude had, that dude had mistresses though. Dude, wasn't there a, was <laughs> didn't one of his brothers kill a girl in like a car accident? What the fuck, really? Yeah, I think his. Uh, do you know his brother's name? Robert. I think he killed yeah. a girl like they they were like out drinking and or like they were just driving or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they like crashed and fell into a lake and the girl died and he survived. And that's why he didn't run for president anymore, because it was going to yeah be like, you know, a big, a big a, a part of his presidency, basically. Oh, or fuck, I wouldn't I wouldn't have either. You know what I mean? That happened to me. And, and it, it's believed that the CIA also intervene, intervened with that. So they wouldn't have another Kennedy in office. I can totally see that, honestly. Are are there any Kennedys left nowadays? I think so, yeah. But they're the majority of them are women, right? I don't think. Maybe I I don't know, dude. I don't. I haven't really looked into that, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna look into like Reagan, Nixon, and all that shit. Cause I know who, who which one was the one that was an actor. Reagan. Reagan, right? Because mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, Donald Trump's just like Reagan. He speaks his mind. And I'm like, all right, buddies. All right, buddies, if you say so. Yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about Reagan, mm-hmm. to be honest, but, yeah, I'm I'm just leaving it at that. Um, I just know the two things I know is that Reagan was an actor. He was a, re- or not two things, but he was an uh, actor. He was a Republican. Yeah. And I think he got really bad dementia later on. Oh, shit. And that's what fucking did him in. You know what's one dude that... But Reagan was very well-liked, though, apparently. Yeah, he was. Uh, what's the homie that died um, from cancer not too long ago? John McCain. Oh, I, yeah. I really liked McCain. Yeah, yeah. I listened to his story he on... He was a um, nom vet, too. Yeah. I listened to his story on... Uh, fuck, I forgot the podcast name, but it was like his whole first person, like how he got caught, his legs were broken. Um, Just... Uh, it, like, he, he had a story. You know what I mean? Like he had a, re- a really heavy story behind him. It wasn't just like he was yeah. just some Republican dude. And it made me like him a lot more, you know, a- after I heard. Dude, story. you know what's funny is what? bringing that up, right? So I knew a dude in the military who had, um, he had met um, McCain, actually. Yeah. And he was like actually a part of like his um, protection detail. Really? Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to, some, to some degree for security. And he said that um he said McCain was actually kind of a cool dude though too. Yeah. He said um he said that dude loved to crack dad jokes apparently. <laughs> and he said he said one of his favorites he said was um he said you know that I'm on the seafood diet. He's yeah. Like, I see food and I eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. You know, I could even see, see him saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think McCain he was a pilot if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He crashed. Legs were broken. Or. Fuck, it was it was a crazy story. I don't remember it that well, but um, have you realized that once presidents are done being presidents, they're so much more liked? 
Mm. Do you, like, do you remember it was Obama, Clinton, and Bush? They were all together giving like a speech together and everybody's like cheering for them and they're so happy to see them and shit. I don't remember that, bro. I'm like, they did not have this good of a, it happened like right around a little bit before after Trump got out of in or out of office. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking sick dog. Yeah. I, um, uh, I think actually, um, back I want to say it was maybe almost two years, a year and a half ago or so. Yeah. When I was still in the military. Um, one of, uh, I think it was a couple of the former former vice presidents were going to come speak somewhere. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to say where, but um, I was supposed to have, like, been doing, like, the canine. Or oh, gone to, cool. like, the canine, uh, part of the canine detail for that shit. And I ended up, I couldn't fucking go because we didn't have enough people um, where I was at at the time to be able to like to lend them a handler. Yeah, I so know what you mean. I was just kind of shit out of luck, but I really wanted to go. I forgot who who it was I was going there to go fucking speak, but I was kind of pissed though. Dude, it's all right. I would have, I would have supported you. Hey, weren't you, weren't you, weren't you uh, guarding the UN? Something like that. Yeah. So um, they do. They have this shit called unga. Every year in New York. Bunga. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm not going to get too specific about it, but it's just basically where supposedly the United Nations comes and meets there every year to talk about the world and all its problems and stuff. Yeah. And it was like uh, when I went to it that one time as a handler, dog uh-huh. handler, um, it was just really kind of, it's kind of dead that year because of COVID yeah. and all that stuff. And, like, yeah. none of the really important countries showed up that year. Because <laughs> in reality, it was, um, um, in reality, it was just kind of like all these fucking little smaller countries that you never heard about. Wow. That just showed up to talk about, to do, to do some speeches and then just party the rest of the time. Oh, fuck, that sounds fucking badass, dude. I mean, I'm just saying, bro, that's what it, that's what it fucking was. But uh, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it was pretty um, pretty uneventful for the most part. But I mean, it was cool. I saw, I saw a glimpse of Joe Biden. Like, hey yo, Joe. Hey Joe. Um, all right, bro. So, yo, Brosif. Let me ask you one last uh, <laughs> before we close up this topic. Uh, so how'd you feel about that uh, Tom Fury and Jake Paul fight? Ooh, what'd you dude. think about it? I uh, think Tom Fury kicked his ass. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really get to see a whole lot of it, but yeah. um, I think, I think Jake Paul got humbled. Yeah, I guess I, apparently they've had a long term uh, rivalry. Yeah, anyways, I mean, well, right? it kept being like the fight isn't is like it's on, but it's not getting done. Oh, I had to cancel. I had an injury. Dude, dude, I mean, Jake Paul has like a fucking feud with everybody. Though. I mean, but like, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like, look for the amount of time. That he's been like fucking uh, fighting. He's gotten to be a really good fighter. Yeah, right? he, he, I, I know he wrestled in high school and shit. I think him and Logan. Really? Um, oh, he's a good fighter, bro. That, there's no mistaking mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I mean, you don't gotta. I mean, he he knows to play the heel. You yeah. know, he knows to play the heel. Well, and uh, a lot of people were saying that he wasn't gonna humble himself until he fought a real real boxer and got fucked up. But I feel like Tom Fury is good. You know, he comes from a box or a family yeah. of boxers. You know, his brother is like the fucking. Um, world heavyweight champion. Well, h- how old is Tom Fury? I think he's only like twenty twenty one. Twenty. 
Really? Yeah. I thought it was like 26, 29. No, I think he was like 20. Well, okay, I was just saying he's like 21 or 25. Yeah. You know? Um, Jake Paul is also in like 22, 23. I like this, by the way. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's a it's a cryptoid um, video by Wendingo, I believe. Wendingo? Yeah. <laughs> he's a cool dude. You should check him out on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Shout out the boy Wendingo. I don't know him personally, but he makes good content. He sounds cool, though. Give him a shout but, uh, out. Uh, dude, like fucking... Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give Jake Paul that one. You know, if he's actually fighting someone that's not ancient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, but I mean, like he's five good motherfuckers, dude. He like, you know, Anderson Silva is a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the, like, you know, the basketball player side. And then, but even uh, who who's other uh, UFC fighter he fought? Um, his mind, his name slipped in my mind. I I don't know. Uh, anyway. But yeah, I mean, he comes from a dynasty of boxers. Like, his brother's a boxer. His dad was a boxer. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's 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 it was good shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know what else is wild though is that um, uh, like both the Paw brothers were YouTubers. Yeah, they came up. Uh, Daniel used to watch them. The it'd be the um the Mavericks for Logan, and then um it was the Jake Paulers. What um. What were the Paul brothers known for as far as like their YouTube content? Like what was just they like do? blogs and shit. Blogs? Yeah, they mean like like vlog vlogs. I'm sorry, not blogs. Vlogs. Oh, vlogs. Yeah. Um, they made like you about know, just day- their lives or what? yeah, day to day content. They'd go and do cool shit or you know. Oh, okay. Um, different like you know them riding around on their dirt bikes or pulling pranks on each other. Like they had a they had a feud in between themselves for a while. Where they were like that Jay kissed or fucked um, Logan's ex and they dissed each other on rap songs and shit like that. Um, it, it was it, it was a time. All right. I didn't really keep up with it, but it was yeah. a time. Um, and But Logan, dude, has been very resilient as a as a content creator. You know what I mean? Well, dude, Ethan, <laughs> what's funny is, you know, the whole thing, um, man, I, I don't think it will ever happen, but. I would, I'd love to see Jake Paul and Andrew Tate fight. Uh, I could, uh, you know, probably. I would fuck with that fight, bro. Like, that, that, you know, I could see that being his next fight. You know, he's, uh, Andrew Tate's a big figure right now. He has a lot of controversy behind him. Yep. Um, but then that, that would either make it one or two things. Either, uh, Andrew Tate stays the heel, right? And, and Jake Paul becomes a good guy or they're both heels and they just, mad shit talking each other the whole time uh, maybe I, I don't know bro I, I i would still regardless i would i would like to see that fight and i think i think what's interesting though is um jake and andrew have beef but andrew tate said that he loves logan though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he really likes logan yeah just not logan's jake. a cool dude dude like like yeah. if you if you listen to his podcast it, it's good shit like I, i've i used to not really i used to really not like either of them I'm like I said, I just didn't have an interest, right? But the more time passed, like I just came to more accept them. They've been caught up in different scandals and shit mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, I'm no one to judge someone for you know their fuck ups or hiccups in life. You know, it's just we're all out here fucking living and trying to figure shit out. Yeah, you know, shit like that. But you know what I saw today, dude? And I know you don't really like them, but uh, Aiden Ross and I Show Speed are banned from Twitch right now. Oh, I- I've been known about that. Yeah. Why is that? What happened? Uh, so supposedly i don't know about speed but um i love speed that dude's funny as fuck okay you say 
You don't know who, but that dude is like, <laughs> it's just funny. I'm sorry, but. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know why Speed's, I don't know why he's banned from Twitch is all I'm saying. Okay, all right. Um, uh, That's what I meant by that. But anyways, like for, ow, bitch. Um, as far as like for Aiden Ross, though, I think the reason he's banned is, so you know, ever since he met Andrew Tate. He's been tating it up, yeah. Yeah, like he's fucking, he's been, he's been working out now, supposedly. He shaved yeah. his head. He does push-ups every day. He he says no to all these bitches. Yeah. Now when he's always like, haram. Yeah, he's like, he's that's like, haram. No, no, that's fucking haram. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. there, there's that one bitch, and she was like, in there, I think she was a porn star or something. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, like, I had my first orgy when I was 23. You know, there's like 25, 30 people there. Yeah. Or whatever. And then uh, she's like rubbing his leg or whatever. And then uh, Ross just gets up and he starts screaming, no. He's like, that's fucking haram. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I I think that's probably the main reason why they banned him because he, because <clears throat> uh, Ross has been a Twitch streamer for a while now, and yeah, just the fact that they just now decide to ban him yeah. after he gets all tated up and stuff that kind of just shows where Twitch's like real agenda, yeah. Is rely is going to now, you know? Well, well, dude, I mean, if you think about it, like, dude, Twitch was a crazy dude. Like, you could stream full on shows on there and not get anything, but like a seven day ban. Yeah. And then, like, I think it was like people would fuck with you even more if you got banned. So people would just keep getting banned. You know <laughs> what I mean? That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Twitch is, um, it's the Wild West, or it was the Wild West for a while. Yeah, it's starting bro, to look I, like I mean, it's... just, and you know, for me, being a former streamer myself, uh-huh. like that, Twitch is just a whole bunch of fucking uncharted waters, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, like, you all, like, I don't know, dude, like. You've got, I'm just saying, because you've got chicks that are doing hot tub streams that are half naked. I was about to say that. And stuff, yeah. you know, and then Aiden Ross gets banned for doing push-ups on stream. Yeah, I was about to say that. And being bald, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not really an advocate for Aiden Ross. Yeah. But like I I mean, I sympathize with bro on that though. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. Um <laughs> I'm really fucking with this Mandingo video. Mandingo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when Dingo, bro. I mean, maybe he do got a Mandingo. Hey, who knows? I I don't know. But look, Oh, actually, homie, post it on, uh... Wait a second, that's why I saw a big black cock on the screen earlier. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the shit? It's like, uh, they say giants are, uh, sleeping mountains now. I've heard about that. That shit's cool. And, like, yeah. it'll be, like, a bunch of, a bunch of pictures of, like, uh, um... Oh, man, that's fucking creepy right there. Yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a bunch of pictures of, like, mountains with, like, face, um, figured out, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit's cool. I mean, but, uh, fuck, bro. That that who fucking knows? Could like, you imagine one day a fucking um, a fucking like just a giant mountain just started walking? It'd be the rumbling. Oh my god, the rumbling from Attack on Titan, dude. Fuck. We're literally tying in right now. That shit's creepy. Yeah, that shit's creepy Dingo, as fuck too. Or, yeah, when Dingo Owlman is the creepiest one you fucking showed me so far. Goddamn, dog. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, dog. Uh, I think that's good. That's a, that's a good episode for today. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh hey, I I just kind of wanted to mention though. Yeah. Dude, did you ever see um? You like the regular show, right? Yeah, I love the regular show. Dude, did you? I was uh. I just now remember, or I was reminded of this episode because I saw it on YouTube come up, or no, it was Instagram Reels. Yeah. Come up. Um. Yeah. You remember the one 
where they go to like port for being too cool. Yeah. What? What? Because like you're under arrest for being too cool. And they're like, and then they get up there, and then Morty's like, I don't care. And then it's like, oh, he's getting cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, dude, dude. But what really got me was like the fucking like the trial, the actual trial. Yeah. Because um, the court it was like intergalactic cool court. Yeah. And the whole court was like a fucking. It was a fucking Death Star. Yeah. They ripped off from Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and dude, just like the judge and that whole the whole prosecutor. And just, like, all of the fucking authorities there. Yeah. They just had me fucking, like, they just had me fucking, like, dying, bro. Especially Dude. the judge. Uh-huh. When, like, the judge is coming, and you know he's invisible. He's uh-huh. kind of, like, translucent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, minus his clothes and stuff. And then the dude's like, everybody welcome Judge Brosef Chulaxton. <laughs> Dude, um, <laughs> that regular show really had me fucked up for a while. I really felt for Mordecai a lot of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's one of the shows made by bros for bros. Because, you know, it really it really explained the dilemma of being a guy, getting over a girl, trying to move on, then this girl coming back, which always fucking happens to us guys for some fucking reason. You know, right yep. when you start moving on, this girl decides to come back, trying to holler at you now. And uh, it really fucks with you. You know, it fucks you up. And then... Yeah. That person didn't leave on good terms with you, and now they're trying to be your fucking friend. Usually and after you're in some... Serious relationship. Or if you're in just some uh, higher echelon in society. By yeah, me. and uh, I just felt for... I felt for my boy Mordecai, bro. Bro, you know what else I really enjoyed, though, is... What? So, you know how throughout the show or the series, they're groundskeepers for that part. Yeah. And it's just the two of them. They're fucking bros. Yeah. They live in the house on the park and stuff, and you know, most of the time is it's just them, it's just them getting bored, yeah, fucking off most of the time, yeah, or yeah. just trying to figure out an easier way to do work. And like in reality, bro, that's what dudes do. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah, like they're not. I mean, yeah, they're kind of stupid in some regards, but like most of the shit they do, like I said, that's what dudes just fucking do, bro. Yeah, I mean, we, we look for the easiest outcome or we get as much done and go do whatever else and come yeah. back to it later. Or like, or like Mordecai said so himself the best. Um, I think, who was he telling? He's telling us to Benson, but he's like, leave it to us. He's like, there's no better duo who's perfected a series of like useless skill or perfected more useless skills than anybody else. <laughs> that's us right now, bro. That's us right now. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I fucking I I love the regular show. The way it ended too, and how mm-hmm. it ties everything in together. Um, I fuck with it a lot. I really I really love it. I really love that show. <laughs> I really love that. Yeah, show. man, it, it it was fucking that shit was. Dude, I still remember like I think that show came out before I even joined the military, bro. Yeah, and got, like got I didn't even finish it. No, I finished it while I was still in. Dude, I didn't know that show had a storyline behind it. Yeah, I know. Because it's so random, right? It's so all and over it, the dude, place. Dude, it's one of those shows where, like, whatever happens by the next episode, the status quo has returned to normal. Yeah. By then, like, nothing <clears throat> but then ever it happened. ties in somehow later in the series. You yep. know what I mean? And the, the regular show was just really good. I, I really enjoyed that show. What, um, just, I, I don't mean to be dragging this on or anything, but do you remember the one, um... There's one episode like Mordecai breaks up with Skylar or Margaret. I forgot who he broke up with or yeah. he got dumped. Yeah. <laughs> and 
there's like this place to where every broken-hearted guy could go to called Breakup Town or something. Do you remember that one? Yeah. You, and, I, I don't know if it's called Breakup Town or not, but it was something. And he's like bumming out, playing video games, getting fat, and all this yeah. other shit, right? That's kind of that'd be kind of awesome though. <laughs> like, be depressed in one specific area, just doing whatever you want. Yeah, but well, I think what's more appealing though is that there's no responsibilities. Dude, uh, my favorite, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite characters in the show has got to be Muscle Man. Starla. Oh, dude, I love Muscle Man. Dude, Muscle Man's Woo! one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I even did that right, but he's like, <laughs> Do you know who else likes these computers? My mom. My mom. Dude, <laughs> dude, I love the one. Um, they summon him to be a witness at the cool court thing. Yeah. And Gary, their defense attorney, is just saying, "Where were you in the morning of whatever?" Yeah. And then he's like, uh, "I don't remember." And he's like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> I remember I was laughing at those two dweebs over there while they were riding their lame bikes. Yeah. And then the prosecutor, the prosecutor comes and asks him, ask him the same question, and he's like, I don't have to answer that. And then the guy just, like, fucking, like, squares up on Muscle Man. And yeah. he's like, ah! I just remember telling them how cool they looked. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love Muscle Man. That dude is so fucking funny. I love Skips. Skips um, is cool, too. Skip was their supernatural guy. Dude, yeah, and he was, like, super fucking old. Yeah. Yeah, man, I his story is, like, um... Man, his story is really kind of sad, though, too, because before they called the woman me Skips, he loved. they called me Walks. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the way, yeah. Because, like, bro, like, Skips... Dude, our boy Skips was, like, throwing it down during the fucking revolution. Yeah. When we're fighting for our motherfucking independence yes, and shit, sir. dog. You know what I'm saying? And our boy you, Skips was there holding it down. The homies that were wounded, the homies that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm, I think he was, he was like an apprentice. Yeah. Or something too, wasn't he? That's why he's like so good at like building shit. Uh-huh. Yep. Right. Was I think he was a carpenter. Yeah, the homie Skips had a life, bro. He had his, his fucking life and it was a long one And he too. was fucking yacked too, bro. Fucking his arm. He ain't had no fucking forearms, dude. It was muscle on muscle on muscle. <laughs> he's like a gorilla Popeye, bro. The, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. silverback Popeye. Benson was funny too. Like Benson grew on me over time. Like he wasn't just like the dickish boss or whatever. Like um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Benson Benson had his moments, bro. But yeah, like like I said, bro. If we we kept going on, bro. I could go on all fucking night about the regular show, bro. Yeah, dude. I fucking uh, before we close this out, you know what's another show that I didn't expect to have a storyline the way it did? What? Um, Steven Universe. Oh yeah, I've never watched that show. You need to watch that show. It's really good. Like it has a like it just has. It's really good. It's a really good touching show. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as stupid as it looks. No, I mean you know there's it's the world. Everything that happens in the show makes sense within the world. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, my boy, I think let's get to call it for tonight. Yeah, yeah. This was your boy German, aka Aleman. Your boy Will, the Rain Man Grundy. Signing off. And we'll catch you guys later. Godspeed. Walking through my head, I've been stumbling. I've been hanging one foot off the edge. If you was wondering, I can feel this wasting on my shoulders. This encumbering. Learn to take it one step at a time. Whatever come with it. I've been taking one breath at a time. No, we got rusting it. Made it killing. Blood all on my jeans. Ain't no washing them. 
watch your business, they might spill it. Now I can't pass no cup to them. If it's up, it's fucking them. I can't show no love to them. Uh-huh. I've been thinking to myself, yeah, ain't gang, nigga, fuck it. Nine on my belt, it's a shame if I up it. Big ass case in right there under my shoulder, look like crutches. Big mistakes, just pressure in my money, just like crush, crush. Take another hit straight to the head, feel like concussion. Yeah, I know she's pretty, but she's like, and she might cut you. I came from the city, but this pair from out the country. Know these niggas fake, but I've been great with all my cousins. Oh shit, understand me? I know someone out there understands me. Get the picture, I might say.